Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Get inspired every Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show, Morning Inspirational Radio Show, hosted by Dalton, the producer, bringing that gospel flavor, old school, new school, holy hip hop, and don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. So tune in Monday and Friday, 9 a.m., 10 o'clock Eastern, Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Log on to Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Download now from your app store. Audio Hub Preview. Shit We Never Asked For is a podcast dedicated to your process, giving you the most authentic perspective in real time where your hosts, Isaiah Anthony and Android Award. Rooted in intention and developing as a constant narrative, we are here to question all the things and in the process, interrupt and explore our own patterns of being. Each week, we invite you to meet us where we are at by inwardly assessing and outwardly progressing. Our aim is to build a collective knowledge of productive self-work by asking ourselves, why? By choosing to share our gaze into ourselves, all that we hold, and why we hold things this way, there's our wish to uncover the intersectionality where self-awareness, intentional actualization, and personal accountability meet. And that, friends, is where you have trusted us to take you. With loving energy and immense gratitude, turn your volume up and let's get into it. What's up, what's up, what's up? We back. We back Hi. in the house. I know we didn't we didn't release an uh, episode last week, but bitch, life is lifing and things is happening and shit is shifting, which is leading into our discussion today. But okay. before, we get, before we get started, y'all might hear an extra voice on here that is unfamiliar. Uh, Isaiah is uh, taking a step back just momentarily because they are in the midst of moving and getting ready for some surgeries and all types of life-changing things and shifts. So, you know, we over here supporting him while they do that. But in the meantime, in between time, I I have a guest co-host who is a a choreographer, a rapper, an oh. activist, Ooh. a community leader, a Seattle ballroom kiki legend, oh. and not to mention fine as fuck and overall a badass bitch. Aisha Nawars <laughs> up in this motherfucker. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. Oh, my God. What an amazing intro. I was living for all of it. You need to commentate. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, Kumari was, I was on the phone with uh, them the other day and they were talking about how they love me so much because the way that I big people up, like, I was like, I was like, I want to be the hype person, bitch. I like 
being the one be like, that's my motherfucking friend. Look at my friends doing dope shit. I am honored to say I know them and they are my good Judy's. What are you niggas doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing? No, seriously, big ups to you and Kumari. Also, shout out to a legend. Um, I know. Listen. I love them so much. <laughs> They're another MB babe. I'm like, oh, mm. we just love um, it. Yes, but how you doing, sugar pie? How you doing, sweetness? I'm doing good. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I love a podcast. I love you and Desire. So anything for you, of course. Um, but I'm doing good. It's Friday. And I was just telling you it is Mother's Day weekend. And that is just a whole bunch of just planning. Right. Your full-time job. Um, so yeah, we're just getting through. I'm happy to have this hour to kind of like go in between that full-time work-life shit and then have to go straight back into, you know, corporate shit. But we are here. We are Same. here. Oh, I'm good. I moisturized today, ate a little bit, have my tea on hand, sage the room. You know, like, I feel like I'm starting off the weekend great. How are you? Ooh, as you should. I'm doing good. I am, you know, saving lives at work. This is technically my lunch break. Um, right, 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 folks, right. Folks at work are stressing out mad crazy. And I'm like, this really isn't that serious. And I can take care of this today if that's if y'all need it. Like, I don't need to work overtime or the weekend. I prefer not to work overtime because that's just part of my own personal boundaries. Bitch, I do not want to work more than I absolutely have to. Look. Um, so, you know, I'm over here like, bitch, I can help. I'll do it. Like, it's not a big deal. Y'all are tripping. <laughs> um, For real. But other than, and shit, recovering from that fuck ass that damn trip and oh, the, oh child that's the, uh, uh, that oh god i would love to tell that story but we ain't gonna do that let's, no. let's just say that i just got back from traveling and when i tell you the airport and airline and folks were trying us left and right and i had to walk away several times because my partner works for the airline i don't i don't have a problem cursing you out because i ain't got yeah. shit to lose but i love my baby and i don't want to you know fuck up their coins so i just walked away and let them handle it <laughs> Right, like, babe, just get the buddy passes. We good. <laughs> right? We were so irritated for, like, two straight days. We made it very clear, like, oh, child, we ain't talking to each other till the end of the week. I have probably texted that nigga twice since Monday. <laughs> so we'll talk later this evening and finally have our check-in. I said, nah, we need to reset. We getting on. Too much happened. <laughs> but <laughs> too anyway, much. too much. Anyway, I don't know if I said this already, but uh, with Isaiah... Isaiah, my God. Cool. <laughs> Isaiah being gone. Uh, Randy is going to join us for these next couple episodes as my co-host. And we'll be talking yes. about, you know, all the things as we do when the fem, uh, when the masks are away, the fems will play. Ow, ow. Okay. So. Uh. Um, and so then just, I think uh, just to be sure people know, Randy and Aisha are the same person. Um, right. Neither Child. is a name. So it's okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, interchangeable. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Because yes. what y'all are not about to do is try to come from my neck. <laughs> okay, sis. <laughs> God damn it! This is my good Judy, my good friend. We've known each other for years. Fuck y'all. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, today's topic is about redefining what success is. Ooh, the reason yeah. why I wanted to have this conversation was because. Uh, I have been receiving a lot of blessings and a lot of great mm. opportunities mm. this year. And my 2022 has been lit as fuck. And 
I am looking forward to receiving more of those blessings because, baby, I have been working my ass off to show the universe. I'm a strong believer that the universe will not give you anything that you have not proven you are capable of maintaining. So I am Mm. working hard to say, bitch, give me my things. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Right. Uh, Especially because success for me 10 years ago was very different. Um, and looking at it now, it's, it's, it, it shifted so much. And I know that, um, like when we think about success, especially from the, the gaze of a social media aspect, you know, Mm -hmm. it can be very materialistic. It it's, it's, it's wealth, money, fame, having a large following, the best cars, the biggest houses, sponsorships, all these things. And I think it's a really easy for folks to fall into that trap of looking at other people's stuff, their success, what they're working on and feel like they are inadequate because what those people are accomplishing, either they're not able to do or they don't have access or they're doing the same thing as those people. But for some reason, it's just not popping the way that they want it to. And, you know, that starts to fuck with your mental and you start Mm -hmm. to you start to really doubt yourself and downplay your work and your worth. And that is that's dangerous as shit to me. (laughs) Okay, right. And. I want to know, I want to start off with the question, like, what what are some other things that you think that people kind of universally see as, quote unquote, success? Marriage. Bitch, (laughs) you you know what? Yes! (laughs) Everybody's trying to put a ring on it, honey. Everybody's trying to be married and partnered. I don't know how I forgot about that. Bitch, that was in my notes and everything. Everyone's thinking just being single is misery and you lonely and you don't want to, you don't know where you're going in life and you have no aim. It's like, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Not them treating us like the old broads in Bridgerton, a.k.a. the sis is 27 years old and y'all are really making it seem like sis is a spencer. Y'all are trying it. I hate it here. (laughs) Like, like she's been married three times already or she needs to be married three times by the time she's 30. Like, where's your first marriage at? Exactly. (laughs) Like, Y'all are really trying it right now with the girls. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. That's rude. Yeah. And even having kids, you know, sometimes. Yeah, a family. Has, like having a family, having the, you know, traditional cis-heteronormative family and cis-heteronormative marriages. Mm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, especially when, you know, um, cuffing season comes <laughs> and ain't nobody got nobody to cuddle with <laughs> in the wintertime. You really start thinking, ooh, what did I do over the summer? How come I wasn't moved up or had no problem? Girl, fuck that. Buy yourself a good weighted blanket. You'll be fine. <laughs> Look, or a, um, what are those, body pillows? Baby, get a body pillow and a weighted blanket? Ooh. Look, you better straddle that pillow and call it a day. Baby. But yeah, definitely, yeah, relationship goals. You know, everybody wants that relationship goals, wants that, you know, significant other half. You know, yeah. I, I want to make it very clear, like, fuck that other half shit. You should not somebody, first of all, you should not need another person to make your ass whole. Girl, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. You should be whole already, and whatever comes is extra. Thank you. I've always said, um, 
I, I'm not bitch. This Jimmy. <laughs> for me, it's like I, when it comes to relationships, I'm never looking for somebody who can complete me, bitch. Nobody can complete me but me. I. How do I word this? The way that I look for it is how do you compliment everything mm. I already have going on? Or add to what I yes. don't do for myself. You know what yes. I mean? Like, like what does that look like? Because I'm a very much self-sufficient motherfucker. So a okay. lot of times when I date people, um, especially folks that are mass presenting and tend to follow, tend to follow the binary, it fucks with them when I tell them I don't need you for shit. I don't need you to be a provider for me and all the things because I can provide for myself. Now, if it's a matter of us living together and having a family, then it's like, that's conversation. But even in that, I was like, no, we provide together. I don't have this expectation that my partner does all the things. Not for me. That's not my dynamic. I understand that there are some other, that is some people's dynamics and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But for me, that's not, that's not what my relationship foundation and all those things look like Mm. um so like i don't need you to take care of me like i don't if you want to that's cute like i might want to take care of me but i don't need you to take care of me. right (laughs) i'm like i'll let you do it but also i want to be very clear like bitch if you stop all of a sudden i'm not gonna be like oh okay no shit i'm shit out of luck no i'm fine i was fine before we got together i was gonna be fine but when we not together so okay i'm all right okay (laughs) For real, for real, seriously. It's, it's interesting that you bring up marriage too, because when I think about some of the old, um, the old ways that I measure success, it was very much that that aspect of being married and having a family and kids and all of that. Because when I think about it, growing up, I never really had non-binary was not a thing growing up for me, so mm-hmm. I didn't have. Right representation of what that could look like because it's not just one thing the closest Mm -hmm. thing that i had to something that i could connect with were the women in my family so Mm. and i'm very close to my mom so looking at my mom um, my mom worked in all the things but she also was very much a housewife and all that taking care of the house things um especially because my dad with his job he was out of town a lot and um but when he was around he would always pick up the slack and help out and stuff like that So having, looking up to that, for me, because I was effeminate, I thought that I had to do that same thing Mm -hmm. and that the person that I had to date had to be masculine and we had to have that balance. And there was somebody that I was dating. It's actually the longest relationship I've had. Um, I want to have them on the show one day because, bitch, a lot of people don't know that we dated. You know who I'm talking about, but we won't say names. But we dated- Right. We dated for seven years and they had the same idea. We both thought, because, okay, they're the masculine one. They're going to take care of things. They're going to uh, provide. And but I still work too. <clears throat> um, okay. And, the, I'm and the they feminine. still feminine. Okay. Yeah. I was still the femme and I was so, I was, okay, I'm going to help clean up the house. I'll cook. I'll do all those things. But as our relationship progressed, both of us were like, bitch, this shit is for the birds. I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm like, I'm not cleaning shit no more like that. Like, nah, I don't. This whole bi- idea of binary, um, and not to say that the nigga didn't help me clean or nothing like that, but yeah. I'm just talking about um, the idea of having having that heteronormative, what was it? A heteronormative homosexual relationship. <laughs> gender roles. Right, having those gender roles. Thank you. Um, 
that was the moment I was like, oh, bitch, this shit is for the birds. I want no part, no part whatsoever. And then when it comes to things like money, that was something that I stressed about because I said, oh, I got to have a house by before I'm 30 and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I remember when I was younger, I said I wanted to be the gay Beyonce. Bitch, I look back at that and just say, girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut your stupid ass up. What the fuck are we talking about right now? <laughs> and I remember a time where it felt, uh, I would fall into that trap of looking at um, looking at other people's stuff and the things that I wanted to do and feeling like, fuck, why I want to do that. How can I do this? What what the fuck? What am I doing wrong and all of that? And, you know, we tend to forget that the little steps that we take to reach our goals are just as important as those really big and critical ones because, okay. baby, those little ones add up. And eventually mm-hmm. they equate to those critical goals and it's yeah. necessary. And sometimes you wouldn't get to that critical goal until you, you know, you did the little steps. Those uh-huh. are stepping stones to get to that top and to that... Uh, that point that is going to be life changing and shit. Um, I know that that for me that was that was definitely success. What I thought success had to be, and if I didn't fit that, then that means that I was a failure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. So what about you? What were some things Oof. back in the day when we were younger? that you thought success was? Mm. So definitely, yeah, like we said earlier, marriage, like, and I wasn't always openly queer or allowed to be at least, you know, growing up. So definitely having to, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm the oldest as well too. And so there was a lot, I think, of internalized pressure for me to, go to college, get a degree. Oh, I forgot all about the college aspect. And I, mm-hmm, and I definitely dropped out of college <laughs> and definitely <laughs> was like, ooh. And that was probably one of the first moments where like, because um, I also wasn't trans in college either. So there are a lot of reasons oh. why I dropped out of college that definitely makes sense to me now when I think about it in retrospect, because I was not openly trans or non-binary. I was in a fraternity in college also, fun fact. Bitch, uh, which fraternity? But you ain't about I'll to glaze you. over that, sis. I'll, what? Yeah, I'll tell you after the show. I don't want to give oh. them no airtime. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, yep, in a white boy fraternity at that. You know, I so, gotta go. I'm you tired. Know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it could give you that, and that's it. Um, I luckily wasn't the only queer in the fraternity, so I had that little bit of familiar. But I was. Still- but were you the only black? <laughs> <sighs> oh. Girl, we're in Washington. <laughs> you right. <laughs> and I went to UW. I went to the University of Washington, like a big ass predominantly white school. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I was definitely yeah. trying to navigate and I was going into it like, oh, I need to make guy friends. I need to, you know, be that, you know, that masculine gay, you know, that I'm clearly not, you know, I wasn't even gay. I was transgender. You know what I mean? So like, there's so many <laughs> things that just did not click. And now I know that if I were to go back to school, I know exactly what I'm going for. I know exactly what, it, you know, it needs to happen. But, oh, yeah, I had to drop out and be like, damn, you know, and seeing everybody graduate the year I was supposed to graduate, that definitely put a damper in my summer. But, you know, it's so funny because when, um, unfortunately, when the pandemic happened, you know, the class of 2020, you know, their whole graduation oh. in prom was just ruined, you know, ruined, 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 ruined. But one of the things that, 
I did, luckily, even after I dropped out, was I stayed connected with UW and was still active, you know, performing, you know, at, you know, some of the Black Student Union functions, still helping out the fraternity bros and their, you know, philanthropies and everything, um, you know, performing working with the Q Center and all that stuff. And they actually asked me to be a keynote speaker at the Lavender graduation for 2020. So it's really just weird how Saren, how full circle is like, oh, this college dropout ended up being the class speaker for 2020 for the queers. I was just like, bitch, who needs a degree? You know what I mean? Like, who needs one? Okay. When life experience is also just as much as a beautiful education, you know, is, is equally as valid as a paper degree that nobody uses, you know? So I know several people with degrees that they are not using and are not in the job field that they went to school for. Like people get degrees that they do not continue like when they're 30. And also like that trajectory of like when you're 30, you have to have it all together. You know, you have to have your house, your family, you know, you have to be settled. You have to be somewhat making up, you know, a six figure income and what, you know what I mean? Like that whole idea of like your twenties is for college, your thirties is for your family and your life and being that big old boss, retire by your 60, you know, like that whole trajectory is pushed on us. It is child. (laughs) And even when I think about that too, because I remember when there was a time, um, like, and I'm, I'm, we'll do an episode about this before, especially I think when we talk about depression. But um, when I really realized that I had depression during my, uh, when I had my breakdown, part of that breakdown was because I was feeling that pressure. Like I was mm-hmm. looking at my life and I saw that I was getting older and, and it was weird because I'm like on the outside looking in, I was like, I have the things that people say are success, but why do I feel like shit? Why is none of this fulfilling in any capacity? I have like, I have a good job that lets me pay my bills and lets me do all my artistry. I have a nice place to live. I'm able to pay my bills on time. I'm able to have like little extra funds to do something with. But for some reason, I feel so empty. I feel so ridiculous and it would be to, syndrome too, right? And that part. And my parents would say, yo, why do you feel like this? And I would say, I wish I could fucking tell you. Cause I don't know. I don't understand what is happening to me right now. These are all the things that people told me are what success looked like. So if that's the case, tell me why the fuck I feel shitty. Hello. Let's say why? Like how, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like, it's really, yeah, very interesting what, you know, material things we place on success, you know, how many followers we have, how many likes we get per post we're making, you know, if we're even called, you know, pretty by other people or called beautiful or being complimented by others, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't feel it within yourself, how are you going to get that compliment? Or feel good with the compliment that, oh, okay, like, that was nice, but I already knew, you know? So, like... At that part, because me, someone's saying, like, oh, you're so pretty. I'm like, thank you. And? <laughs> Here's my Venmo, you know, like, help me stay this way. I don't know. Like, I knew this. <laughs> I'm like, somebody else, like, I stroke my ego well already. I don't need somebody else to do that. Okay. I was like, I love words of affirmation, but like, that's, that it's, uh, for me, words of affirmation is, uh, give me something deep. I don't want surface level. Mm-hmm. The only time I want surface, if my depression is heavy, then I'll take surface a little. Bitch, tell me I'm pretty all you want, because it's going to feel good to hear. But like, <laughs> on a regular basis- I, I want something more meaningful when it comes to an affirmation. Yeah. And these these things that, you know, again, that, you know, we're taught as successful, that we 
are taught to us as being, you know, levels of success, me measures of success. It's very interesting how like they keep you wanting more for yourself and not really staying within the gratitude of what you have already, right? Like it keeps you thinking that you are less than because you just keep needing adding more and more and more. And then you're just Yo. wondering why you're exhausted. Like, why am I exhausted? Tori and I actually just talked about, we have a friend um, named Tori. Hey boo, how you doing? We love you. Hi. We got hang out soon. Um, but we hung out recently. Like, oh, when we, uh, we were all supposed to hit chill, but you weren't able to make it. Mm -hmm. um, we were having a conversation and then they had actually noticed that my demeanor was very different than what they have seen in the past. And they said, you seem like you're just in a really good place. And I told them, I said, it's because I'm really being diligent and practicing mindfulness and being present because I know for myself, and I think a lot of artists can contest this and maybe even you as well, when we're working on projects and things, we're trying to get it done, we're trying to get it done. And then as soon as we're done, bitch, we want to go to the next project and start working on that. And we yep. don't actually take the time to sit and embrace and look at the fruits of our labor and sit still and say, wow, bitch, I did that. Mm -hmm. I'm really proud. This feels good. It feels good to be present. Um, yes, I know I got some stuff that I got to work on for the future, but I'm also going to take time to really sit here and give myself praise and pat myself on the back. We That was shit. That was me and Isaiah's last episode, like being able to sit back and um, look at your accomplishments and feel good about that and just being able to make space for you to breathe and not always feeling like you have to be go, 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 bitch. The mm -hmm. way that you will get burnt out so fucking quick if you don't do that. Uh, mm -hmm. And two, I think to add to what you're saying, which is beautifully said, I think one of the things too that I think a lot of people need to really maybe sit in and embrace is like, what did you do that you weren't proud of? You know, like what didn't work out and why didn't it? You know, and is there success in learning from all your fuck ups, you know, and yes. all your bad decisions? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, I'm it's, realizing that my 30s will be me paying for my 20s. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. <laughs> and, and sometimes, and sometimes even like, it's not necessarily even the decision was bad. It's just the outcome didn't happen the way that you thought it was. Exactly. And when it's and when it's shit like that, I always encourage people to say, I was like, oh no, you didn't fuck up, baby. That's just a plot twist. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's Love just a plot that. twist. And it's and that gives you uh that gives you an right? That gives you an opportunity to, you know, learn a lesson, but also um give you an uh, a moment to see how can you pivot from this. Mm. Yes, you you um and sometimes there's no way to pivot. Sometimes it just yeah. is what it is. Take it. Um, but I always challenge myself to say, mm, is there any way that I could get maneuver around this? Possibly, maybe, maybe not. Regardless, there will still be a lesson there. And but it's it's up to you to really take a step back and look at it and say, okay, what could have been done better? Uh, what could I have done better? If you're working with people, what could they have done better? Mm -hmm. And just you know, for the future. So when you run into that type of situation again, it's just, oh, bitch, I already know how to do this. Woo, 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 woo. I don't even worry about it. Absolutely. And like, and it kind of, re again, relieves that pressure for having to be perfect, having to always say the right thing. You become a little bit more authentic with what you really feel and how you really want to navigate stuff. And like, I'm all about working smarter and not harder um, because I've mm -hmm. been the person who was in a show every weekend, every month 
every Bitch, we both done that shit. Like, we've done that, you know? And it's like, okay, cool. Soon it just, again, it becomes too much of an autopilot. And again, you're wondering why you're gassed out and you can't enjoy your weekend, can't enjoy your family time, don't know why you can't even enjoy your work anymore. You can't even enjoy what you're doing. fun anymore. The spiritualness, the the release of it all, like, is not the same. And so when you realize Mm -hmm. that, you know, when you're, especially when you're creative, you know, when you realize yeah. your passion is becoming a lot more work than it is therapeutic and fun, that's when you really need to reassess. Like, yeah. okay, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for y'all? And I don't ever want my art to have to be dictated by the demands of people. It's going to be like, I'm going to let you know. I think SZA just said it. I'm not making music for y'all. Like, you know, like I make it for my own damn motherfucking self and, you know, like, and all the things. So yeah, like once you really start doing things for yourself. At least once I started doing things for myself, um, which I'm still working on. <laughs> you know, and I haven't been like, oh, I'm perfectly working smarter and not harder. No, I'm still burnt I think out. That's a, I think that's an <laughs> ongoing journey though. Right. Because like when people talk about balance, I'm like, I don't think, I think balance is a myth. <laughs> what? I do. I For me personally, I think balance is a myth. I think it's more so it's a juggling act in that you just, you have to be, you have to practice mindfulness so that you can be aware of where you need to shift and adjust things so that you can maintain mm-hmm. your peace and not lose your mind and get burnout. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely like no one has it. And the more I realize too, ooh, the more I realize that all adults are just big ass kids trying to figure out shit that they don't like, we're all just trying to figure it out. Like no adult has it all together. No elder, even though our elders are wise and we love them, even our elders don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? And it's like, once I realized that, Oh, like I'm level, you know, with my elders and my mentors, like I'm actually level with them. Like, and not to be like, Oh, like y'all ain't shit, but be like, no, we're actually level in this. You know what I mean? Like, and we're learning again from each other. And I'm learning from people who are younger than me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Who think that, oh, you know, like you're just so fabulous. I could never be. I'm like, bitch, not with that attitude. You know what I mean? You're already there. You're talking to me. You know what I mean? We're in the same this space. Is, this <laughs> is why when people say I'm like, when people give me all this praise, I just be like, thank you. But I'm also still real regular. You know? I'm still real regular. Please don't don't put me on that pedestal mm-hmm. of being just this. Because the moment that I do something that you don't like, then you're going to be like, oh, like, don't. No, I'm regular. Don't dehumanize me like that. You're I still fuck up. I still have issues. Mm-hmm. I, hell. And I like the point that you're saying that like the folks that are older than us, they don't know everything because they don't. Hell, I talk to my mom all the time. And ever since I started therapy and stuff like that and share stuff that I learned with my mom and my parents, she tell me all the time, oh, you have taught me some shit. And I said, well, I'm glad that my journey in my mental health is able to, you know, and encourage other people to kind of take a step back and look, uh, look at what that looks like for them. I don't think it's, I don't think it's too late for folks to learn new things. Absolutely I think, I, I think it may, it may be, maybe more difficult only because you've sat with certain beliefs for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So sitting in that discomfort, I think the longer that you wait to do that type of work and unlearning and relearning, like bitch, that can really, Ooh, that can be a lot. And some folks, some folks don't want to do that because they know it can be a lot. And that's not just older folks. That's mm-hmm. people in general. Yeah. Even with like right now, like I just now, this is my first time ever having a full-time job, like ever, right? 
And one of the things that I had to get over real motherfucking quick in this new job, in this new position, doing development at that, like fundraising and talking to people and all this other shit and, you know, building the plane as it flies. Like (laughs) the thing that I'm learning, especially like when I talk in front of my executive director, I have to be open to everything that she does not like, you know, or every critique that she is like, okay, so... You worked all, you worked, you know, however many hours on this. What about this? And you're like, oop. And I can't take it as a personal attack. Like she's saying, oh, you suck. But she's like literally just giving me like, okay, you're doing great here. But here's some other areas that need picking up. And like you said, that juggling act, like everything is a juggling act. And once you realize that, and it's not that you have to be just pristine, perfect, but you have to be able to juggle a lot, even with whatever. Because even as an artist, you got to be able to juggle your creativity, your business, your fundraising, your promotion, you know, the, um, if you're paying people, the financials, um, like it's all juggling and nothing is just one thing. And so really like your ego has to like, really like be in check when I think also too, for people to feel successful. Cause it's like, yeah, some of the most successful quote unquote people, you know, are the most humble, you know, or like, you know, or they, like for me, I realize I'm exactly where I need to be, you know, like I'm not, you know, like, you know, we have friends, you know, who are on TV shows. We have friends who are in commercials. We have friends who are, you know, movie directors, friends who are doing all the friends who are, who got money back behind them and family generational wealth. We got friends who are broke as hell, you know, like, but we like, what are like, I'm exactly where I need to be. You know, like I am fine. I, you know, we had our show, what that premiered, what in 2019 and was mm-hmm. nominated for a prize. That I never thought whatever. Cause I was like, damn, the tour is gone. We can't even tour this show, but oh my God, it got recognized in New York by one of the most prestigious queer, you know, programs sponsored by HBO. Like that's success to me. We still didn't get that prize, but bitch, we top four. You know what I mean? So like little things like that really helped me redefine. Because yeah, like again, like 2020, like everybody thought 2020 was going to be that popping ass motherfucking year, summer, all of that. And we really had to be like, okay, <laughs> let's turn this into success. <laughs> the it's 2020 closure. and 2021, the most horrendous and ghetto ass years of my life. I hate 2022 as well too. I'm just like, Ugh. see, I can't say that. 2022 <laughs> is being so good to me right now. Hold like, on to it too. Hold on to right? it. Right, and I be screaming because I, I, they be like, I be like, oh, how's your year been? And folks have been. I have hell. I talked to my um, some of my ballroom daughters and um, my ballroom husband Tracy and stuff, the Vixens. I was I sent them a group message. I said, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? I hope y'all's years treating y'all well. Da 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 da. Every single one was like, bitch. <laughs> I had one of my my uh the one of the sweetest kids talk about chopping someone in the throat. And then Tracy was talking about slapping somebody. I said, Oh, <laughs> see, <laughs> my babies are in crisis. Grace and Zara said, This shit sucks. Zara's always shady, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Oh, Zara. Zara's the shadiest out of everybody. Um, and they're just like, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing fab. <laughs> doing just fabulous, doll. <laughs> I am. I really am doing fab. Life is so good. <laughs> okay. And literally, um, and like, how do people like, you know, who aren't doing good, let people live, you know, in their success and not feel like, oh, I need to feel like that. And it's like, it's a good want you know, it's a good thing to notice for yourself, but 
sometimes even sitting in the darkness is success, you know? And like, again, learning about yourself and challenging, like, again, why interrogating yourself. Like, why is it that you feel you need this to be whatever? Like, what is the origin? Is it from need? Is it because of family expectations? Is it because we're all living in a fucking pandemic? You know what I mean? I don't know, but like, I can say what some of mine are. Mm -hmm. I can say what some of mine are. Uh, Some of it is conditioning and expectations put on me Mm -hmm. uh, from society, but also family. Um, Some of it is having to take a step back and saying, now, do you want that because that's what success looks like and that's what you've been taught? Or do you want that because you actually want to do it? Mm Mm-hmm. Because there have been times I said I have taken a step back and, and been and, and realized I don't want to fucking do this. Why am I doing this? I just made this realization. I'm going to make a chop to one of my projects that I just said. Right? I was- <laughs> I, and, and, and I think when it, what's the, a trap that people can fall in is when you do do something like that, say we're talking about a project. Because um, mm-hmm. both of us have been super passionate about projects. And then you take a step back and say, I don't want to do that anymore. And you had done all this thought and sometimes planning and stuff. And when you're just kind of like, I want to ax it, you almost, you you may think that, that you just failed because you didn't have a follow through. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's not a failure because you're honoring yourself and realizing that this is not something that I am passionate about and that I need to put energy into any longer. And it's not to say that the work is in vain because there are still lessons that you learned along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the project's not going to happen. That does in no means does that mean that you suck or that you have failed. Yeah. You might have disappointed you know, and understand the difference between that. Fine, right. Mm-hmm. There's, There's a difference, difference between failure and disappointment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh my God. Literally nail on the head, like nail on the head. I literally was like, oh my God, I'm definitely going to make a chop to like one of these parts where I can honor my capacity, you know, like an honor. Like, did I say yes to myself first before saying yes to this? Or would I just say yes because, you know, it was expected of me to say yes, you know, like some of those things you have to really just be honest with yourself about, you know, Mm -hmm. like, am I doing this for my family? Am I doing this for my parents? Am I doing this for my kids? Am I doing this for myself? And some, there is also that, that idea of if I, if I don't do this, I, I'm going to disappoint people. The fear of disappointing others, baby, disappointing others is unavoidable sometimes. Okay. It, it is, but, uh, and uh, understand, yes, some folks might be disappointed, but also disappointment is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That shit is temporary. Okay. And it's a natural it's temporary. emotion also. Yeah. And it's okay for you to feel that way. It's okay for them to feel that way, but you just got to remember how to handle that. You can be disappointed, but that doesn't in any means devalue you, your work, your relationships, any of that. And if somebody trust tries to do that because they are disappointed, bitch, get a new friend. They, you don't need them. <laughs> you do not need them in your life. Unless, you know, you, you know, probably maybe like, you know, there's a difference between not having follow through with none of your stuff <laughs> and yeah. you know what I mean but yeah. like there's a little bit of a difference between not following because uh, like consistently it, disappointing people maybe right bitch if you have a pattern of not doing shit then I understand why they're like girl what yeah. the fuck so, are we doing <laughs> let's make sure that is put in the ether 
Right. Um, but when you're when you have a sense of like, you know, you know that what you do is good or when you have a sense that, oh, what I'm doing isn't feeling like it used to, then you have to probably disappoint some people and Ooh. maybe disappoint yourself. Be like, oh, I thought I had the, the balls, the pussy to do this, um, yeah. but I don't. Or at least and, I want to. <laughs> right. And if that's the case, if you thought you had it, okay, that doesn't mean that that's not, it, remember that's not something, that doesn't mean that you won't have it eventually. Mm-hmm, it just, mm-hmm. it was a reality check saying, oh, okay, bitch, we got to work on some shit. So Ooh. that's fine. <laughs> want to know a really good example that I think you'll appreciate? Yes. Uh, so we're dancers, we're performers, we're all of those things. One of my favorite, and I don't know what it is about me, I don't know why I love putting myself through this, but I love a dance audition. Like I love the idea of going into a space, learning whatever, either it be a monologue or a dance, whatever, choreography, whatever, whatever, and then presenting it in front of whoever wants to, you know, select you for whatever. I love it. I don't get auditions a lot. <laughs> like, like I'm not someone who's like, oh, I just, I'm gonna nail this audition. Like, I, I get chopped a lot from auditions, either because I'm too tall or because I just didn't have what people were looking for, right? But and I used to really internalize, like, oh, like mm. I'm not a good dancer. I'm not a good performer if I'm not making these auditions for these specific, you know, like theater, movie, music, uh, music uh, musical theater gigs, commercials, et cetera, like, whatever, like, and once I started being like, you know what, I'm gonna go to this audition, I'm just gonna put myself in front of people, and if I get the gig, I get it, and if I don't, I'm fine, you know, and like, I, and yeah. I, the past few years, like, I've, I've sent in some really prestigious audition clips and packages, I think I've shared with you about one in particular that I did not get, but, you know, did I cry about it and be like, oh, I must not be that bitch. Like, uh, like, nope. It's like, oh, months went by and I was like, oh, yeah, I did that audition package. Never heard back. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. All this other shit's lined up. Like, I don't know. Something about a dance audition now. Like, I'm able to just be like, oh, I happen to have the time. I happen to want to know a little choreo. Maybe I just want to do a little workout and just know a little, you know, something, something. Right. Really. That was success for me. Just being in front. Or just, again, being active. So, like, that's just a really good, I think, example for me that I like to use. Like, you're going to audition in front of a lot of people. You know, a lot of us are auditioning and performing and trying out, not in an audition space, but, like, for everything. Job interviews, housing, you know, dating. Dating is a whole audition, you know, like, (laughs) that people put themselves through. And they internalize when they don't get the date, the sex, the car, the house, the gig. And you internalize. It's like, no, just it wasn't for you in that moment right then and there that's a big lesson to learn what is for you is for you and what is for others is for others and what's for you will never run away from you right and remembering that you did not get this because something else is coming that is meant for you Mm. so keep doing the work keep moving forward Mm -hmm. because you might have not gotten this but to me that is still it's one like i said that's still one of those little stepping stones that is trying you trying to use to get to that that big goal going up it's so real it's Mm -hmm. so real like that's that is such a good oh that's such a good way to put it and i like that you were able to take because i was about to say that i said you auditioning you audition all the time all the time all the time when you move into a new house when you move to a new Mm -hmm. neighborhood 
like literally like we are all auditioning performing and you know hoping people like us you know what i mean like people want to be liked that is not something to be like oh like ooh, what does that say about no like some people want to be liked and that's i don't i i don't think there's anything wrong with people wanting to be liked i think there's a problem when you have a problem with people not liking you does that make sense and that made sense does that make sense made sense to me because in to have it's unrealistic to have this idea that you can please everyone. Right. That everybody's going to like you, baby. Not everybody has the same values. Not everybody follows the same um, walks of life, rules, all that stuff. There Resources. are going to be mother. There are going to be motherfuckers that do not like you. And that's fine because you by no- to me, I'm like, bitch, let it be clear that you don't like me so I can steer clear of being anywhere in your fucking presence. Okay. That no, we don't need to sit up here and fake the funk and be cordial and nah, girl, fuck you, fuck me, we good, peace out. You I'm know, like, I can, you can be. Here's the thing, I can do, you can do the work to. I damn, I wish I could remember who said this. Um, I believe she was a doctor, but she said I can do the work of pushing culture forward without being in community without it with everybody. I don't have to be in community with everybody to accomplish the overall goal. Okay. I I don't. (laughs) We don't. Yeah. So this is a good segue. What is, we we talked about what success used to look like for us. Mm -hmm. What, let's kind of bounce back and forth and talk about what success is for us currently. And Mm. then, um, I know one for me, success is keeping my peace of mind. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and staying sane. How do you do that? Uh, well, number one, medication. <laughs> okay. okay. Honoring uh, your needs. <laughs> yes. Uh, shout out to Zoloft and getting this chemical imbalance with my depression together. Yes. Um, uh, resting is success to me. Sleep, babies. Being, yeah. Being still is success to me. Uh, Eating three times a day and drinking my water is success to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, God, that's just some at the top of my head. That's May, so like, good. Tr- trying to make sure that I'm, I'm happy. Checking in so and with self, that is that's success. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shit, doing doing the things that make me happy. And putting the energy into that rather than what I used to feel I was expected to do. Mm. Um, honoring my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is success. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, those are just some at the top of my head. And, you know, I, being uh, showing up effectively for my friends, communicating effectively. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that is, to me, that is success. Absolutely. Yes, I, yes, I have those. I don't fame. I still go back and forth with if I want fame or not. Right? Don't we all? Be, yeah, because for me, I I say if I'm famous, let me be fabulous famous. Where you know I'm famous, but don't nobody really care about what I got going on. I just show up when I have to. <laughs> okay. But but oh oh, but fabulous might not be the best because they've been in some shit. I, I'll put I'll put it this way. Um, 
I don't need to be famous in the traditional sense of, bitch, you are doing the most right now looking at yourself. <laughs> I was like, ooh, she's moisturized today. I was like, bitch is looking at this shine and shimmer on her shoulder and I'm screaming. She's oiled up and delightful. Anyway, um, I don't look at fame in the traditional sense anymore. I think mm-hmm. it's more so what is, I don't want to be famous. This is a bit, this is, this is how I'm going to put it. I don't want to be famous, but I do want to have a strong legacy that I can be proud of when I leave this world. Per. Per. I'll put it that way. To me, that is what fame looks like to me. I don't need to be on TV, on a reality show, in movie. That I don't, I don't need that. Um, right, right, right. And then when I do think of things, a goal for me is I would like to be, I would like to someday be in the Burlesque Hall of Fame. Um, not because I want to be famous, but because I really just want to, I want my type of representation to be there and for others that look like me to be able to see it, that also do burlesque to show folks that it is, you are capable of reaching that. If you are femme, black, queer, non-binary, like bitch, don't stop. That yeah, that to me is success. Mm, I love. What about you, sis? I'm very similar. Where I go back and forth between fame, um, but I don't want to be yeah, like a billionaire or anything. Like I definitely want to still like be comfortable. And I think that this world owes all of us our ducats. Okay. You said such a, oh my God, I forgot all about that. You said such a good word. When it comes to money, I don't need to be rich, but I do want to be comfortable. Comfortable. I want everything. I want to be met. comfortable. Okay. If I can be rich, that's fine. That's fine. That's also lovely. But the priority for me is being comfortable, comfortable. making sure my bills are paid, making sure that I have food on the table, making sure that a I have savings. a place to live, a savings. Yes. Like that is success therapy, you know, vacation time off hours. Like I don't want to be working all the time. I want to literally like talk to you about how I ate some cheese whiz the other day that I know I shouldn't have fucking ate. You know what I mean? Like I want to talk about that stuff and not always, you know, the, Oh, what's the next project you got going on? Like (laughs) actually up all night cramping from this nasty ass motherfucking cheese whiz that my mom talking about, you got to try the cheese whiz. I know what it tastes like. Trash. (laughs) Like, You know, like that is success to me. Like when I can literally realize that I had a whole hour, two hours of laughter and we didn't talk about nothing business related, you know, like we just literally, my grandma said it the perfect, perfect motherfucking way. She said, is it, am I really doing nothing if I'm just sitting here and watching the day and enjoying the weather and listening to whoever passes by or whatever? Am I really doing nothing? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it's only deemed as you're doing nothing if you don't have, if you're not doing whatever it is you're doing with intention, you know? And so you should, you should do everything with intention. You should, I, I, I intend to rest. I intend to smoke, get high and game and do self care. I intend to bust several nuts and make myself feel good. Like masturbation is success to me. Maybe. Well. Like, maybe. 
a lot of things that we want other people to do and touch on us, we can just touch ourselves. And it's just feels sometimes even it honestly mostly feels way better when I masturbate. So I'd be like, damn. Girl, yeah, but also as a as a bitch as a as a bitch that loves uh whose love language is uh what's it called? Physical touch, bitch. Masturbation is cute, but every now and then I love I'm like, just put Oh your yeah, hands I definitely on. want a good shoulder. Just put, just put your hands on my booty and just rub it for me just a little bit. Thank you. There's you can do a little extra if you want to, though. Right. There's something about an extra set of shoulders, you know, that's just touching your right for sure. Honey. But like, again, when you know it's what you want versus like, and it also your wants and your needs can be interchangeable. You know what I mean? Like, but when you feel like you can't like, I don't know, when you, again, when you start like, doubting yourself or taking away things for things that you don't have that you want it's kind of like a ooh, wait though you still that bitch you just not yeah. that bitch with that thing right now you know what i mean like <laughs> it's you have to understand the difference between need and want for me when i think about it need is something that is essential for my life and not mm. having it is gonna fuck shit up gonna fuck everything up. want to me is a luxury Mm. it's not something that I, it's not an immediate need. Like it's a cute addition. Right. I like, yes, I may want to buy some, like, I'll give an example. Like I want a PS five. I have one now, but at the time I was like, I really want one, but do I need one right now? No, not really. Okay. Um, mm. I got some other stuff that I, that does need to be focused on. So we'll focus on that. To me, uh, the want should come in after your needs are met. Boom. Like prioritize your needs surplus. over your wants. Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hell. Hello. I'm kidding. <laughs> me not. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's me. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, like definitely success for me is that. Success for me too, I must say, I think now that I think about it, because I spent, I'm 29 now. And there was definitely a part of time where I was like, you know, being like, oh, I need a partner. I want a partner. Da, 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 da. And um, I think just thinking back on it, I've spent most of my 20s to myself. And only had like maybe a few of those years where I was in a relationship, not with the same person, with a couple people. And to me, that's success. Like to be able to be like, yeah, like I spent most of my 20s finding out all the various things of like what I want in partnerships and intimacy and whatever, you know, and spent a lot of time. Yeah, just being that single bitch doing it. I, that's necessary, though. Very, when, very. when I hear people talk about failed relationships. I don't necessarily believe that that is a thing. It's not a failed relationship. You just learned what you don't want. So to me, that is successful. <laughs> Look, hopefully. <laughs> Bitch, because some of y'all girls are still... That's a whole separate episode. The new anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole separate episode. Oh, good God. Um. Yeah, I mean... Bitch, I feel like we got an episode, honestly. <laughs> I, I was like, ooh, success. Ooh. Yeah, it's, Jeez. I wanna, let me see. Let me look at my outline just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think we we nailed a lot of stuff on the head. Um, 
I, I want to encourage encourage our listeners to, you know, take a step back. And we do this every time after an episode. Take a step back and think about what we said and see how this applies to you. If it doesn't, how it possibly could. If You know, it's all for us. It's just all food for thought, our own personal experiences and how, you know, we maneuver and, you know, figure things out. You know, we don't have it all figured out either. We still, I always... I, you know me. We, I like to say this. Yes, I'm an educator, but I'm also still a student, always and forever. The best I, there will, are. There, yeah, there will never be a time where you will be a master of everything. The, the world shifts too often and too much for that to be a realistic ideology. Mm, that is so good. And everything is temporary also. Mm. Like, I think that's a good thing to just realize like everything, your successes, your failures, the bright times, the dark times, everything is temporary. Nothing is forever. Um, and so just really trust the process. Oh, we didn't even talk about like, yeah, like I'm a very much process oriented person and success for me is like, okay, cool. Like I didn't focus on just the end result. I really was, like you said, intentional about the road, you know, making sure if I'm working with a group of people, did everyone feel seen, heard, and respected by me? You know, did I, you know, come off as not able to be a learner in like a space, you know, that I've maybe curated, you know, like really, yeah, like everything's temporary process, trust the process, especially for the queer trans babies out there who, you know, see the girls and guys out there and they're like, ooh, I want to look like, trust your process, baby. Because if you're trying to look like somebody else, that's really an issue. Yes, and you also have to understand that I always tell people it's cool for you to look up to folks and stuff like that, but don't idolize them because you don't know what they had to do to get to where they are and you don't know if you'd be able to handle the same shit that they had to Mm -hmm. go through. Everything comes with a price. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Your journey is your journey. And understand that where you're at is where you're supposed to be. And I mean that in the means of when you are actively working towards something, mm-hmm. you have to remember that. And sometimes it can be a lot harder to do that, um, especially when you kind of hit a roadblock. But just remember to be tender with yourself through, like you said, the process and Learn to pivot, learn to uh, be able to take a step back and be okay with things shifting and not working out the way that you thought it was. Like we said, it doesn't make you a failure. To me, you've only failed if you've completely given up. And you believe it. Yeah, that's when you have failed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but I think we no, got an episode, mm-hmm. right? No, right there, we got, baby. We gonna wrap it up and call it uh, Aisha, my doll. Tell the girls, the guys, the days, the gays, where they can find you, darling. Oh, hi. You can find me on the socials at the, T-H-E, Aisha, A-I-S-H-A, Noir, N-O-I-R, on one word. I also have a website, therandyford.com. That's my business website. You can hit me up for whatever, sign up for my newsletters, which I have yet to send. But you know, they get sent out when they can. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> I can't. I'll make sure that I have all of the all these links in the bottom of the description of the episode as well. And you are such a fucking fool. I can't stand I know. you. I know. Uh, we love y'all so much. And we'll be back with y'all soon. Y'all be kind to yourselves. Take yeah. care of yourselves. Drink your water. Mind the business that pays you. Ooh. And uh, you know, all the things, all the things. 
Love you, babies. Love we'll be you. back later. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap, y'all. We appreciate y'all tuning in for this week's episode of Shit We Never Asked For. New episodes release every other Wednesday. Don't forget to comment, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star reviews, honey. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NeverAskPod for new updates, upcoming content, and future projects. You can also show all the love by joining our Patreon. Your support allows us to continue bringing you quality content. Hell, we made it even easier for y'all by dropping all the links at the bottom. It's all in the episode description. Go click it. Thank you. And with that, there's no more to be said. We're going to see y'all next week. Y'all know where to find us. Peace. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Preview. You, know, you, you start to realize like life is to be lived, nigga. Right. Like that and couch so, is and cool, really film. But that I, couch is decoration though. You got to get the fuck up off of that. You got to right. go do got something. To. Life is to be lived. Come on in this house. Welcome back to the Native Black Podcast. This is Bit with a Boss, aka the money quarterback. Making plays with the money. What up, Devin? I feel like all my blessings happen on purpose because every time I fell short, I came back a better version. I'm from South Carolina. What's up, bitch? What it do, everyone? The boys are back in town. I can't top Devin, so that's all I had for the day, man. What it do, swag? What's up, man? How everybody doing, man? It feels good to be back in town, man. Yeah, man. I still got Portrait Festival energy on me. It, w- it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but I still feel lit to see people, you know? Yeah. It's great like that. What did it do, Jerry? Let Jerry get yeah, announced. Yeah, he don't care what it is. Let me get mine. Ready to get to Ugly the fest, man. man. We, got, hey, we got the boys back in town, man. This is the first time we done had just us four. On camera, got Jerns in the background and stuff. But we was at the fair. Jerns on camera, too. Jerns on and he camera, on camera, but yeah. you know he in the background camera. He he got a white wall, you know. Yeah, yeah. We Back different on this ball. side. He's different on this side. Show yourself yeah. with that boy. He He's got so that good skin. He's so black. He need a white I wall. Well, hey, what AJ said? He good trade. He, what he good said? Trade. <laughs> <laughs> good trade. Good. <laughs> How y'all been, man? So Look, black as a compliment, that boy. Term. That's all right. That boy, high stock. He called you black. Yeah, he used to be like offended by being black. Yeah. Man, back, about that shit. man, back about ten years ago, you wanted to fight people for calling you yeah, black, yeah. man. Now you just embrace it. Yeah, like, I, I just, always embrace it. Yeah, I always, I always embrace yeah. being. But I ain't as black as you. Well, I yeah. Yeah. He like an oil slick black. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like brown. I'm mocha chocolate. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I'm whatever. I'm the chocolate that you want. I don't know about no mocha chocolate. Yeah, I'm like world's finest chocolate. Soybean ass nigga. I'm really like world's finest chocolate. You feel me? Because I look at myself in the mirror sometimes and I be like, wow. You sound oh, gay. Wow. I know. I think German more Goya bean, though. Like Goya bean. Goya bean. He more Goya bean, though. Look at the white hat. He more Goya bean, though. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a dark roast. He <laughs> <laughs> almost licorice. Damn. How they, why the hell we in town all together, though, man? Because, like I say, this I wish this would happen every day, all the time. But, Fist, man, how y'all Fist experience was? I mean, 
Like I said, it was damn, it was straight, but it was like, I don't know, it still, it still feel like it was missing something or something like that. Yeah. Not, I guess because we grown too now, it ain't the same, but you know, it was good to get to see my kids like, yeah. together and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know. I but like you said, you guy. said we didn't run into all the people we used to get to run into. It's right. like it happened so fast. Right, it's right, like where right. everybody was at. That, you know, you always get to run into everybody at the location, at the Porsche Fest, but then you be like talking to everybody that's about to go yeah. out. Time just fly fast now, though, as a grown person. And mm-hmm. then, like, for me, I ain't I ain't physically walked through the fest in, like, 10 years. Like, most of the times, I just, like, I be in town, and then I wait for when the fest over, and I meet y'all wherever y'all go. But, like, being out there last night, it, it did feel like something was missing, but then it was like, well, this shit all right, man. This yeah. shit cool. Yeah, I'm around a bunch of people, so like it never feels like when you around people that you know, yeah. you feel like home. Like I was yeah. talking about when we was interviewing people, like it feel like home when you was out there. It maybe wasn't the same because when we was kids, we went out there to ride, ride, and go chase women. You know, yeah. Yeah. like chase little. When we was in high school, what we were doing looking for the next woman we could try to find. But now it's grown adults. Like we don't doing a lot that, of different things. Say, don't put me in that, man. So I was with you. We were in high school. You weren't trying to find different women. When we was in high school, I wasn't trying to find different women, man. They just kept finding me. I, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't help that. Yeah, man. we was attracting different women. We, 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 we were trying to find like we, we was really trying to find this right here. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We wanted to be we wanted to yeah. be quote unquote the people that right. had the cameras right. and stuff on right. them stuff. Yeah, we had the money oh, we, had the cameras. No, I don't. What, I don't even know if we wanted to have the cameras just to be on the other side of it. Really, we just wanted to go TV. But, but now that we got the camera, we enjoy yeah. the the art. Yeah, or, you understand personalities and content really. Like yeah. Yeah. you know, you a personality and you can bring personality out of other people. So you know, when you carry that energy, yeah, you are gonna end up finding this. You are gonna bump right into this. Yeah, yeah. like that. We was in the car. already doing this, and that's why I said we were talking about that. We were talking about this. In the car, we was in the slingshot. Hey, had that slingshot. That was oh, nice. Yeah. As well. That's why I said I still got that energy. Yeah. yeah. But we was talking about like we was talking about like how uh, how we used to be so creative together and whatever, like yeah. swagging and twin. That everybody know where we go. Like we was some, like we was the people that people like some the dudes maybe like I don't like how they move. Maybe like they they ain't boy ain't got nothing. They ain't about nothing. But then you just look at from outside that perspective. Nobody ain't you. No, <laughs> ain't no, no perspective. But like all the people really rocked us saying the women, all different groups of women want, wanted. Well, when the women of, flock to you, that'll make, that'll make the men not want to flock to you. But they're going to make men also respect, respect you. Because if they know women want you, it must be something about you that make women want you. And I want that. Because all men that like women going to want women to want them. It depends. I'm I'm the type of nigga where I'm going to be like, you know, buddy be doing his thing. But it's a lot of niggas out here that'll be like, man, fuck buddy. But it is a, it's a, it's a <laughs> lot of niggas. It's a lot of niggas too, though, who, who know like, okay. I'm gonna be cool with them because them niggas right there, they gonna bring, you know, yeah, they gonna the, bring women, the women like yeah, them. Yeah, so the yeah. women gonna be around them. They can't hit all the women. So they whatever mean. woman they don't get, maybe I can get, they man, get in where I fit in. They, exactly. they wanna hit your hand bottle. Yeah, not yeah, saying like we gonna attract people to us. Yeah, but we gonna attract people to us. Yeah. Because like we gonna bring that type of energy that's attractive. You feel me? Like even from men and women, you feel me? Not like as, you know, gayness and men, but with women, they gonna like how we look. But men just gonna attract to our energy. Right. That we bring to the environment. Like, like oh, that was so cool. <gasps> yeah. You said the G word? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. I did too, you though. You want me to say Yeah, it. I did too. Gay? Yeah. yeah uh, I said but anyway, though, like, like, with this y'all first year, you <laughs> know, like the, the fest just came back, and this y'all first year, like, doing content at the fest. Like, how that shit felt? It feel good that people recognize the content you putting out. Yeah, that's what they, they know me. the hard work. They see you the feel work me? Because like we, you get stopped everywhere you go, but like man, I see what you're doing. Right. We love what you're doing. Why? Because yeah. it's positive. Right. Bring me on. It's like mm-hmm. oh shit, this is yeah, tomato. Oh, bring me on. Yeah, bring me on. We can walk like two steps. People like bring us on, but we understand it because if. I ain't have a podcast and somebody I knew had a podcast, yeah. put me on. Yeah. I want to come on. I want to be on right. TV. Yeah. I want to talk. It's cool. But what we trying to do, like Jeremy was saying, like we trying to like rise up. Not saying we trying to big lead nobody because we want everybody that we can have on the podcast. But 
if we can have somebody with a higher esteem, we're going to choose them over just somebody just regular. Yeah. Not saying you ain't got nothing going on because everybody got their own life. But some people got more going choose, on. I don't know if choose them might be the right word. It might be like a shift in like, if you got two people and you feel like one going to get you a little further, it ain't that we choosing you. Right. We just yeah. adjusting the yeah. episode. Exactly. Like you, they might get carte blanche first yeah. first show and yeah. then yours going to come out it's right coming, after yeah. They, yeah. You, they might be 117. You I might be 173, like but shit. you still yeah. get, got yeah. a chance to come yeah, on. Yeah, Rich exactly. nigga called. Them niggas said, fuck me. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's that what I heard. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. So like y'all, who you think I'm going to pick? You or this nigga right here? So you think I'm going to let you go and this girl right here want to get on? Nigga, you was just mopping the floor at McDonald's now. So Arena Root, you want to come on and like just you know so so basically both of them so so yeah we're gonna get both of them but you you really first you really hurt my feelings man because you telling me that if renny ruchi comes she bumped my spot out the way yeah yeah, 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 you can be on with her (laughs) you can be on with her or whatever but you know just like the regular person though you feel me like not saying it's a Good or bad thing. We all regular. We all regular. We got chemistry together. So, like, you know, you can bump in there. But, like, we, I want to have chemistry with people. It's all about chemistry to me and putting it all together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be interested in what you want me to, what you want to come over here and talk about. And yeah. I got to understand what you want to come over here and talk about. Because, because like, if you're not, it's kind of hard to talk to somebody. Exactly. Right? Because how I look on camera. Right. You trying to, you trying to, okay, you trying to have a good conversation, a one, two, a one and a half hour conversation with somebody you don't know for the first time, it's yeah. not going to look good. Yeah. You don't yeah. know what you're coming Especially if they ain't got nothing to back up why they here. Right. Like, can I go to your Wikipedia? Can I go to your Instagram, your like, Twitter, yeah, your Facebook, saying. and I can learn a right. lot from you? Because, like, if I, if I, um, like, I, I might know you, but if I go to Google and type your name in and it don't say nothing but, like, you know, they had a couple <laughs> speed tickets from maybe the mud shot is good though, because yeah. like we would love to have story from people inside. But now I get what you're saying too. though. It, it definitely just makes a, sense it's just, though. It's, it's a coin toss though, because you could get somebody up here you don't know nothing about them, yeah. but they just speak real good. But that's what I'm saying. That's what we want. If, you, if we know about yeah. you, but like you, word of mouth is the best. They can so be we talking should. about just like some regular everyday but life shit, like the shit that they going through. And y'all, you know, when you around about the same age, you damn near kind of going through almost. But the we same doing shit. that too, and also, we put our content out. I also that put like, out. Yeah. like add yeah. on to what y'all saying. It's like I also think it's hard. Like if you get somebody who ain't really doing nothing, but who think they doing something, and then. You know, they keep doing something, and then five, ten, six years from now, they doing something. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, for instance, yeah. somebody, uh, somebody had uh, cleaned and waxed a slingshot for me, and I'm like, I like that. That's hard. You know, yeah. I feel like you should keep doing that because you got to think about it. Ten, fifteen, yeah. five years down the road, if you've been washing cars, you've known for washing cars, and detailing cars, it's like boom, yeah. Well, I, I had got my hair done by um Danica Dan. I call her Danny, but she used to work with me at my job, last job I had. But anyway, she um she a mobile. Barbara or whatever, and she do twist dreads. You know, I'm fresh and stuff. I always when right, she do right, my hair. Yeah. But anyway, she I'm got a she got a she, she do a mobile she do a mobile on, on hair on care or whatever, so she can drive to you or whatever. And I was saying like perfect world. She just got a, got a van that got everything she need on it or whatever, and she can just pull up on you and whatever. And like, okay, you need a dryer. She got this. You need any situation. She got it. And so, what Shardy, you know? Yes, nah, that's what I'm saying. And so, Shardy, capital. So, Shardy be making you, but nah, but nah, Shardy be making you feel like you a million dollars and you ain't even brought on because yeah, you told her, you, you told her you picking what down, you, ain't um, know, man. you picking somebody who um, got more money this, than her. Listen, we had this conversation there where I like you plugged in. You literally do my hair. You 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 literally do a service for me, so I know what you can provide. So you definitely can be on the platform. Yeah, she do help you not be so ugly. But I can't. But I can't I give you that it. energy in return. You're not coming off. Right. What you mean? No, it's all about feeling the energy. <laughs> feeling the energy, too. No, it ain't. Because like, it's so many people out here. Yeah, like, you got, it's, it's a long list, man. Like you said last night, you can't even take two steps. Cause you, oh, cause somebody be like, let me on, like, let me on. But it was like, yeah, you do do my hair real good, but I'm your only client. Yeah. 
That is it. Nah, so she I'm, do a lot of good. Nah, I just Matter of fact, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. Shout too, out, yo, you shout out, out, I shout out, yeah. but they were talking about the pot. I, I literally cut my dread and I gave them to her. And That's she gave, hard. You told and she me gave it to her yeah. partner or whatever. And like now, she, her partner got her dreads in the head. Got yeah. Your dread oh, in her head. That's yeah. hard though. Yeah, that's really? hard though. That's hard. I said I told him, man. I was in the house. You feel me? With uh, with two people. That's terrible. Yeah, my dreads in there. I'm the man. I'm the only dude that you didn't know. Oh, that sounds like an orgy. <laughs> nah, I kind of did. It sounds like voodoo <laughs> might take place too. Right. You never know what happened in that house. Right. It's like, nah, no, I ain't never <laughs> You feel me? They took, <laughs> one, they they took one of them locks and buried them in the backyard. Right. Oh God! Don't take, don't yeah. take me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I show number love. They show number love nah, to me. Shout out to them though. Well, yeah, about yeah. the back to the portrait fest because, like I say, it was a lot going on there. Like I ain't gonna talk about my situation the portrait yeah. fest too much, but right. like right. it's right. like it's so like like my portrait fest like really got turned upside down. Like yeah. it's like you coming out because like you know, this is a build up for the stuff we doing down here with yeah. us. So I'm trying yeah. to get the the podcast like platform out there to a lot of people, and then you get a call in the situation like man, it's like it's just. And it's real life, man. Yeah. It's like, it man. It's like that one saying, I just I just wanted to say that. For every good but, time, you're so, gonna run into something. Big man. boy, how was you your um like, like how was your shit at the head of the fest? My fest, it was good though. I, I felt the energy. I love being out there and seeing our shirts and like the dude I saw that had recognized me from the podcast, that felt real good because <laughs> I, I, I made a little yeah, shirt. I thought you said something about your shirt or something. Yeah. You know? Designer, you designer yeah, you know, man. And, and yeah. he told us to do it for him. And we're like, man, that ain't gonna look good. Yeah, yeah, like, gonna, how y'all think it look? We'll have a poll. How y'all think the shirt look? You know, they used to say, they used to tell Picasso his shit was right. trash. And too, I'm like, so. man, you put it on there black on black. It ain't gonna show up. And so I be telling him he's my son and he know that. I'm the one that really, like. That's my oldest boy. Yeah, no, he's my youngest boy. I still keep him up under my wings. But now you know they remember where the drops at no more. Ah, he ready no more. Like I say, it really did. On camera right now, it really does look like I say designer whatever yeah. like it, it, it is something. designer it's but like I, but, y'all, but y'all know designer. I am a designer shout out to jungle you know you feel what I'm saying? Hey, like I say and that's why I say when you got people that you ride with like people it, 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 you can't really it, see me in camera but I got on some motherfucking yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah, on yeah. he tried he had to get that out yeah, though that yeah. always but like I say always. we always repping our people man cuz like these people we've been with before our whole life like these four people like it's so nice to be it I'm so happy this happening let's go together man yes man like these my bros man like so bad like you just see, you gonna cry again? No, you just see situations in life, man. Like, man, you just love the people that love you. Like I said, we know we got genuine love. Love you, all five of us in here. Like, you know, I'm just so, I'm so happy to be here. Like, if you look at the podcast last week, I ended the podcast saying like, "Oh God, what was that?" I like, I like, I like, I think the boys, I think the boys gonna be back in town. You like the boys? Who I like? She swagging on David. Gonna be back in town. Like maybe matter, but you know, he just matter now. Yeah, Mally on the moon, man. Yeah, he ain't coming back. Yeah, he just that's where they get that from. Then yeah, yeah, that's why they don't. Because yeah, that's why they don't. No, we want everybody on the podcast. Anybody want to give us clout? We want you on the podcast. Come on through. But not anybody that because I like you saying. Matter of fact, I'm gonna say this because like um I didn't know who it was. No, anybody don't be no smoke because you was like little um Bill yeah put up to her. Oh yeah, Bill, Bill Long. I knew I knew Bill. his face, but I didn't know what he had done until you told me. Yeah. And I'm like, you was like, oh, that's Bill right there. I'm yeah. like, shit, I don't Big know. Bill. I'm too scared old. Of Bill? Big yeah, Bill. Like, I, I would have loved to get him on camera. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Shout out Bill Long, man. But 
Yeah, I would love to know his perspective because, like I say, that's someone I can say you look at and like he, he doing, actually have done he's doing stuff. stuff. But that, and then like the the opportunities that them young niggas get, like we ain't get none of that. Right. We were talking about that. Like, yeah. to see them young niggas get that shit yes. and they can run with it. Well, nobody coming even up if you get a even if you get a college yeah, like even if you get a college education, you did more than a lot of people. Right, you know that's hard. It's so hard to go to college to play sports. Exactly, That's you have hard. to do that. But I mean, I feel like when you do get to college to play sports, it's a little easier to get them grades though. Just like how it's, it's right. a little easier to get them right. grades in high school when yeah. you're playing sports. Yeah. Because if you ain't playing sports, you like what I'm here for. Right, yeah. I'm ready to get out. Yeah. I'm ready to do something else. Like it's a lot, it's like else to do. The teachers and stuff gonna treat you like what you here for. Really? Yeah, yeah. like fact. exactly. Like, you, ain't, yeah. you, ain't, you ain't you ain't no good stock like Jeremy Black. Good, he got good stock. Got some strong stock over there, man. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, if you ain't producing at the school, they don't really care about you. Really, no, once you're done yeah. producing, once you're a senior, it's like deuces. But, but not even sex semester. Like, but I'm talking about like the people who don't play no sports or oh, ain't yeah. in the band yeah. or don't oh, yeah. or like who yeah. ain't doing nothing extracurricular. You just a waste of space. Yeah, yeah, but, just, but, yeah. That's, but that's what we saying call the podcast or whatever. Yeah, like, y'all calling them a waste of space. No, no it's not saying. a waste of space. And I don't know, <laughs> no, no, what we saying like people only care about the stuff that people are like congratulated for. Yeah. So like, I, I, I got started in the store last night. It was a, a girl, one of the twins. But like she was like, oh man, you gotta let me come on the pocket. But I know Mason, basically you want to just congratulate for the podcast or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 you yeah, can come yeah. on the pocket when you, if you got something but that you ain't you, doing much. Not like, saying she not doing much. <laughs> we don't know like, what she doing. But like, guess what? We want people to come on and promote what but, they got going but, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. think about this: like, I don't hear about a lot of stuff, but people hear about this stuff. So like, yeah. you got to be doing something. It's just yeah. different sides. Like I was saying earlier, like you might come up here and you might not have much going on, but if you a great conversationalist and we can have a smooth conversation that's gonna flow, then we can do that. The only hard part is you never know. At least you got something going into it with somebody that's doing something exactly. where you like, okay, I know exactly what you're doing. We finna come in here and we gonna we gonna start with this. This gonna mm -hmm. be the foundation. But if it goes somewhere else that's cool too. yeah 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 but one thing i do that's love tough. though of being out there at the fest is like the uh inspiration like you could tell that people around us is like inspired you know yeah, 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 yeah even yeah, like yeah. uh when we said you the shoot lab. the video and exactly like that. so yeah. people like yeah. looking like yeah and of course like always i was fresh as hell like, <laughs> i designed this shirt like right yeah. now i got on ski pants y'all was laughing at me yeah. but y'all know this yeah. shit fresh it's your style like i yeah, said yeah 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 can't nobody make that man so once i put that out and you know boom and like boom 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 now people like yeah let me get that black on black i'm like yeah you can have that yeah nobody said because they saw you just different stuff you go to youtube but like um what the hell you been up to in atlanta shit nothing really but just everyday life like parenting and uh living life paying bills whatever hold on what's that girl do, name that got that song it's not atlanta it's oh, okay when she consider that atlanta well, you know like it, it ain't aps i ain't go to because you know we looking in the real estate but just stuff like that what we always done like you know trying to do like i got a camera just like every, yeah. we've been had cameras we got computers and stuff like that doing editing just writing music that's why i said i was down here yeah. i shoot a video everybody know my mom passed not to bring that up but it brought back me writing so yeah. now i was like yeah. man this shit i did like how you was playing uh the uh dreads blunts and bitches yeah. it's like dang we talking about how that's hard if we do visuals to it now we got cameras so i'm like I got this music why not shoot a video to why it? not to yeah. every song yeah and then, so now like you said now i'm out there shooting a video and look, he is looking like, oh man! And so now he could be like, either I can be the photographer, I could yeah. be the the rapper, I could be the whatever, yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And then like, so I could be the news anchor. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. be like, right, right. Who who did who who walked around and pushed us with cameras when we was that sixteen? Exactly. Nobody. That's what I said. And that build kids' confidence because he like, I don't. 
if I'm shy and then I get on this camera, it make me feel a little bit better. He asked yeah. me questions. Now I exactly. feel more comfortable around Because a lot of people standing around, they was nervous. They wanted to come on, but they was nervous. They, they, they people too. was waiting. And I need a check because I felt like um, y'all had me managing. Like, point okay, and, you can come on next. Lie. You can yeah, come yeah, on yeah. So I'm going to um, be looking for my invoice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got your understanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was the thing that made me think about it because it's like so many people. You can, I can hear a group of little girls or a group of men sitting here talking like what they finna say or they want to get on. Yeah. I wanna, and I was like, but the crazy thing about it that I was telling people this, like you, I like, shout out to Swaggy there because you like, I was saying, put a camera on y'all ain't videotaping yeah. people. Like, you got just re- go talk to them people, Yeah, man. you got to like, start it. The fest ain't been here in two years. Them people been waiting for the fest, yes. you know. You got the camera, you could take the pictures, that's cool, but then you could take the video. Like, we and see we got these a mic Already. We see these people in pictures though, but what type of person is this? Let me walk up to yeah. you and be like, "How you feel about the fest being back? Yeah. You know, how, how your right. day going?" And I guarantee, like, all if not all, then most of the people that went home late on the afternoon was like, "Y'all, you know, we was on camera." We yeah, was yeah, yeah, like, and they gonna remember yeah. the person that put them on camera. Yeah, they gonna want to know like what you gonna do with yeah. it. Yeah, and so exactly. once they see it, now it's like. That's why yeah, I'm saying, look at me, y'all. y'all don't see the videos. Very, we also networking. Y'all right. don't see the videos. We also already. I feel like that's a lane that nobody really people, people don't tap in. But I ain't really seen too many right, stuff like right, that. Like right, just right. like congratulating me in movies, and it ain't right. no base burn right. spotlight either. You yeah. feel me? The fest been going on for years, but it's like in a bubble. Yep. Yeah, you do some shit like that. You keep putting the videos out year after year, and they keep growing and getting yeah. bigger. People gonna be watching that like, man, I ain't never been to baseball. Right. Like, what is that? Like, yeah, it look yeah. nice over and there. So and then somebody though. in damn California gonna mess around and come to South Carolina and be like, well, I, I heard, yeah, I heard yeah. it. It look neat out there. Yeah. It was a lady. We should got more B roll doing the day though. It was a lady that was uh um at doing the, the chicken sound thing, and she was like, yeah, I just moved here from Ohio. And like, what? Like, but I heard here. about this. Yeah, and she here yeah. and she up there doing the chicken call. Yeah, clicking like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> clicking like, like a damn bird. Yeah. That don't count. Right. Yeah. I always like it's so busy and stuff that it's like only one person to do so many stuff. Like say like we got two people, but yeah. like you only one man to do one thing. So like I wish you could be That's here. Wish you could be there. Wish you could be. Like her mother had that thing in the um, prison of Azkaban. She had like a uh, some you know magic movie or whatever, but she could be two places at the same time because she had so much going on. She couldn't do everything in a day. Yeah. They were like, "How you going to two classes and both of them at the same time?" But she was using that um, whatever magic yeah. was to do it. Cause like that's what I need. It exactly. ain't enough hours in a day though. Yeah, but you only got twenty. You gotta make everybody you gotta got twenty. It ain't enough yeah. hours in a day. Because as, as, as soon as you get done doing everything that you had planned to do for that day, you already ready to jump start for the next day. So it's like, well, that's me anyway. I don't like stopping. I want to do it. Like, I got three things, four so what things you been that I'm working on, on at a time. Well, you know, I got the podcast coming, Dash, you know. Just me. That one's going to be me by myself. The furniture is booming, jumping out the gym. Uh, and did I just work. Jumping? I just work. Like, but see, the reason I had started getting my hands on most stuff, because like, like he was saying with mama, like, it just make you realize how short life is. But I was already at a point in my life where it feel like, bro, you just wake up, go to work, come home. Wake up, go to work, come home. So I had to start doing most stuff. That shit just... That shit boring. That shit played out. So yeah. it's like just doing a whole bunch of stuff. You get so excited about your passions or whatnot that it feel like you ain't got enough time. Right. Like I with the furniture or whatnot, I can go pick up some stuff, clean it up, sell it. By the time it walk out the door, I'm thinking like, I want two more. I want three exactly. more. I want four more. Like, but because you're running you your own up, thing. Then you look up and be like, well, shit, great. it's 10 o'clock. I got to do this tomorrow. And then you might have somebody living with you that you got to. Got to do something with them too. too. Yeah, like, got to. It ain't. It is enough time in the day, but you got to make it. You, you got to be strict with make it. Make it for shit. Yeah. Show no laws. With it. No laws in life. Yeah, no. That's no, why no. I do enjoy doing like bartending though. I still bartending in the A two though, but it's like I don't know. It give me time. Yeah, like. Like growing up, I tell anybody, people be asking me, like, how you do this? And I tell them, like, yeah, this is the school I went to, this is how much it costs. But like going to work five uh, five or six days, 
I can easily make that in two, yeah, mm-hmm. three, bartending. three days, yeah, Easy. bartending. So it's like now I got four days to yeah. be a father, take juice to all the museums and the uh, a flexible or, schedule, right? And all or that shit. Edit, get on the computer, edit stuff, exactly. Like, cre- create an LLC or like stuff uh-huh. that I should have been doing when I was twenty-one. Thank you, but yeah. like now I got, I made myself have more time to do it. Like you just imagine where what we knew now. I mean, everybody say that, but like right. the thing we, we doing now, we were doing at twenty-one because we was around each other every day already. We could have been vlogging every day. We like was we was the, around each other every day. At and we was in the Soldier Boy yeah. era. Yeah, so we was we already into that. Yeah, we would have did the same. Like when Soldier Boy popped, we was already doing it. So yeah. we would have been doing it too. It's like yeah. we would have been on video. Right. We had no cameras. We right. had like all the like technology. We would have had yeah. videos 12, 13 years ago. Is that still getting views? You start to realize like life is to be lived, nigga. Right. Yeah. Like that and so, couch and is really cool, film. That's but why. that couch is decoration though. You got to get the fuck up you off of that. You got to right. go do got something. To. Life is to be lived. Life yeah. is to be that's so real. Life that's is a, to be that's lived. That's another reason why I got my new the shit, slingshot too, though. Just my new because shit, it's like live. Yeah, life is to live. Not to cut you off. My new shit I've been telling niggas, like, they've been like, how you been? I'd be like, shit, living life. Right. Because life is to be lived. Leaving a job, you realize I haven't been living my life the way I should have been living. Like people be living. I've been in a bar. Like box your ass regular there, schedule, bro. you be at work, but really in life, people be out you doing a day. Yeah, yeah. you be all, all, all them calls all, yeah. all, all over the state. Place. You feel me? You take a random Tuesday and go to like a a bar or some shit, and you look around like it's Tuesday at like one in the afternoon. People, but this bitch is full. full. Niggas is just living their life. They just living their life. Well, you just, most of the time, it be you, old people not to cut you off. When you fifty hours yeah, yeah. Yeah. shit a week. Cause they look at me like, cause I do that a lot. Me and my family go out during the day because, like I said, yeah. we got a schedule. We can basically do whatever do we what want to do. Yeah. But we'll go out, like you say, go get lunch. One, two, three. You know, old white people. Old. I ain't gonna say old, but older. Who like, yeah, like who retired? Yeah, they looking yeah, at yeah. you like, why the hell you yeah. outside? Like, yeah. Ain't, ain't somewhere working. You right, right, yeah. right. What it's you do? Right. Hey, boy, right. you supposed to be locked up. Right. I know. Go to work. You ain't you on the clock, animal. You ain't on the clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. You just actually living this life. That's how that's supposed to be. Right. That's a right. cage free chicken right there. That's the only kind that you saw available. Free chicken. A cage chicken. You so available though. That's the problem about it though, because people just think you're available. That's why I love taking pictures yeah. though, because like doing pictures, it's just such easy money, but it's something that you actually like to do. You enjoy create doing it. Right? Yeah. Y'all, doing y'all it. got and that you... problem more than we got it though. Yeah, because I don't use my right. camera as much as I need to. No, yeah. I'm talking about y'all got that availability problem more than we got it because y'all closer to family than we Yeah, got me and me. Too, I'm here, yeah. yeah. I don't have to do nothing for nobody because <laughs> ain't nobody out there. Yeah. My sister, like, <laughs> an hour and a half yeah. away, yeah. Like four with? hours away. Ain't nobody finna call me and be like, hey, bro, I forgot this. Can you bring it to me? Or I need my kid picked up out of school, but I'm going to be here. Can you do it for me? Like, ain't nobody asking that's, me that shit. That's like so people, oh, back there, people will ask you to do something for you to choose them over you. Ain't that the wildest oh, yeah, thing? Yeah, and then yeah. get mad about you choosing you over them. Yeah. Ain't that what you're supposed to do? Nope. It's, not to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's give and take. My thing is, I got to have the option, though. Like, I need the option. You ain't you ain't telling me to do this for you. You asking me to do it, and I got the option to say no. And if I say no, it shouldn't be no problem. It shouldn't be no it problem because no you ask no with the expectations no of a yes or a no. That's why you ask questions. But, like, don't get mad about a no. But that, 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 but, that, but that no sucks sometimes, though, don't it? Like, don't, you think you finna mm-hmm. get, like, I feel like but I don't, I don't, ask, I don't thing, really you know? ask questions that I think I'm getting a no to, to tell you the truth. Man, I yeah. done seen you get turned down by some ugly girls all the time. You never saw me go approach no woman and get turned down. Yeah. When? At least three, four times. When, nigga? Yesterday. By, when, nigga? At least five times. I don't yesterday. remember that at all. <laughs> I ain't tried no woman out there last night. I mean, you know how women be. Wow, that's all you talk about every week is finding a woman. 
find no, a woman. I need to find a woman. No, I don't never say I need to find a woman. I love this single life. Now, I actually like that got you a piece in my life. That boy yeah. got some cutty last night. No, I ain't. He's like, glowing. Look at him. Hey, that. no, 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 no. Check this out. He's glowing, though. He's like, glowing. No, check this out. It'd be funny as fuck because, be like, that, people uh, actually do be listening to the podcast and they listen to what you say. So, like, so women would be like, uh, you the one that's celibate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm a nasty motherfucker. It, it ain't by choice. That boy hey, wants some skins. Bad. Some. Boy. Lad, lad, Ooh, like, lad, he like, want to give me some. He, he wants some skins bad, but I need that nigga need to get that nut off. He ain't celebrate by choice. Lad, that girl told him like, "Oh, you the twitter that ain't shit." I, 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 I don't know why this has became a. Uh, Cause you're fairy tale. Cause you're my fairy tale. A fairy tale in this world of bliss. You want to know why? Yeah. Cause I feel like a woman. Just need to like be in her place, you know. That's all for me. You, know? huh? you be saying shit. Like I ain't that. never said that. But, um, <laughs> <Close. wow. laughs> okay. okay. Like, so you mean to tell me you a woman and you don't want to be in the house cleaning and cooking? Right, and taking care of the kids. Oh, you done ain't shit twin. Huh? That's how you get. That. That's exactly how you get. So that. women don't supposed to be like that. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. Because Shell J said that on the Pig podcast. Also, she was like, "Which twin?" Oh, he's a 28 shit or something yeah. like that. But, like, I'm very much a great man and going to be a great husband to a wife one day. I got this question for everybody. Um, can a man's D-I-C-K be devalued? Elaborate. Right. Saying, <laughs> like, can he penetrate too many women or too oh, many different okay, type of women okay, that's okay, like, okay, 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 okay. you your pen devalued? Like, like I, you I think it can, but I think if you said you hate yeah, look, remember back in the day, though, we used to say a certain guy. I was just on the pocket because I said names on the pocket. Like, if you mess with him, then, you know. I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't think I, I ain't really, really attracted to you. I ain't really attracted to you. Yeah, you you attracted to that. You can't don't be attracted to me in that battle, man. You got some nasty cake over there. Don't mix me up don't in that battle. That's so real, man. A lot of women feel that way, but. They don't understand. Men feel the same way. If like, you say it, though, it sounds like Some men, though. Yeah, but it's just men, real. A lot of men don't have standards because we done hit something that we probably wouldn't be like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we all have. Like, like, say you get three bad ones, mm -hmm. but by the time you got your third bad one, like, he done hit, like, 20 threes. If you say shit, I mean, he got bitches, though, but and not he jump only shot. fucking bombed. That one, <laughs> that's hate a little bit, though. That's hate a little bit, but it's like, it's. Reality, it's Sometimes like quantity you and quality. It's like inside, it, you gotta bro. keep it on the inside, but it's hey, quantity. I don't quality. wanna sound like, man. You know, every time he come over here, he be talking about how that nigga fucking bum bitches, man. <laughs> I don't want, I want that on my name. <laughs> but that nigga gonna be like, he's still fucking bitches. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just, that's yeah. just his type, though. Yeah. Cause we'll have like, this. Go ahead. Nah, nah, I'm just gonna answer the question. I feel like it don't really matter because, like, we ain't, we like where we from. If if you don't hit a lot, then it's like okay, he ain't shit or whatever. But shit, move move up the road. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know yeah. you no more. You can get restarted <laughs> in another city. You move to Augusta, you start over. You right. start all over. You right. got zero bodies. Yeah. Right. You're a whole new person. And now they want to know who this is up here. My boy if you look like me. name. Yeah. Change his name. Oh. Who, though. I ain't he old. Yo. But they, I don't know. Listen, man, y'all got to go out there and party with this nigga one night, man. Yeah. This <laughs> man's yeah. name is O. But you got to think about it. I'm going to go to work and tell him my name, Swag. They going to walk up to me and be like, you look just like O. And I'm looking like who? Mama call him Swag. Mama call him Swag. You feel me? I don't know. I don't know. But that is funny though because Sean was talking about that yesterday. You know, we went to the parade, and so we like we went out there. I ain't gonna say regular because like, but I just had on a t-shirt and some pants and some crops. Actually, just trying to be comfortable. I'm in the parade, and so then we go home and put that shit on. On and she was like, yeah, they seen Tay 
and Sean earlier. Now they about to see V and O. Ah, <laughs> v and O. <laughs> the, the ATL crew. The ATL crew. You seen the ATL is right, right, in there looking ATL yesterday yeah. uh, last night, man. Yeah, just man. leave the city, man. Shout out to Dr. Shout out to Dr. Look at like the thaw you. Hey, the company crew. Dr. and Real ATL is, man. They in the A. No, I'm talking about y'all. The coveted crew. The Lathonia bunch. Yeah, the Lathonia bunch over there, man. Lathonia. Why they call you Atlanta. What they call you old for? Like, because I'm old. Like, whenever you see me, you be like, oh. Like, like a guy. I thought I had you twist. I never heard you Shut up, bitch. Y'all ain't letting him get away with that, man. Yeah. But now, he threw his hands up too. You be nope. like, oh, oh, oh. hell no, what? Oh. <laughs> but now for real though, like you know, when I moved up there, I got a job. You know, yeah. we, I was young, so I got a job, and I can't be like, yeah, my name's Swag. You know, yeah. And, I don't, and, and you don't know me, so I ain't gonna tell you like. uh my name Octavian, but they call me Tay. So like now you calling me Tay and shit. So yeah. it's just like yo, now my name <laughs> my name Octavian, but you know I just go by O. Yeah. You know it's simple, easy. They like yeah. oh yeah, that is simple and easy. But you know, and when I you see yeah, 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 that is what it is. But I, and so one day I was at the mall in Lithonia, you guys. But yeah. I did. <laughs> I told you guys. But I did yeah. see uh, Future Brother Casino when that motherfucker was probably about a hundred racks on him. Telling in Lithonia, bro. I don't know the casino. Having money on that boy was having money on. But now I was in the mall one day and uh. A girl that I know from a previous job, she was like, "What's up, Tay?" And so you know, I'm in the a, I'm in the a like, don't nobody know me as yeah, Tay, yeah. you know. And so I look back, right? But she knew some family members because we all worked at the same yeah, job, you make know. You and sweat so, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah, calling me that? Shot a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you like that? We we ain't even ask on um, journey with his perspective on the face. Yeah, I mean, I be doing my man dirty. Go to follow. He a camera holder. I mean, my perspective was. A fake one, ain't it? It was a yeah, you blurred out, was, my guy. We about to straight. get you right. Keep talking though. It was straight though, because I mean it's been what? What, two, three years? Two. Yeah. Two, it's been three so, years three. really since I went out there. Right there. It's been ten for me, so I mean it was gonna be new. Like What's your perspective, man? Jeremy had the little he had the little Miami Vice on yeah. out there and stuff he did like look, that. He, he did look, look nice though. He, he didn't bring value on the bucket, but you did have it on. Uh, yeah, on he looked nice, Paul. But sure. I ain't gonna lie to I told you, you though. That in too. Person, his bucket was supposed to say. In person, you yeah. look like you was going on, on though. But in the camera, it looked a little shaky. I don't know. if Bit might have took a bad picture. Yeah, that boy. See how that little shot And that picture, that boy like a moist AD. Cool, yeah. Boy, like he was a cool running yeah. man. But yeah, what was your perspective though? Was How just, was the fence? You just said lemon cool? pepper, lemon yeah, pepper stepper. Yeah, it was straight. It was straight. That's, That's it. all you can get. Oh, you but he just oh, yeah. told me, leave you. Please be a legend and leave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, them boys turned into them boys turned into DJ drama. Now yeah. it's just like it was straight. Hey, I don't do that. It's over now. How you know Zip? You right. I'm gonna give you everything, but give you nothing. That's my tree sister. No, it was good times, man. Running it well. Yeah, running into a lot of people, you know, I ain't seen in a minute, you know, fam, friends, whatever you want to call it. Like yeah, shit. yeah. But you took the kids out there? Nah, my uh, my uncle did. My okay, uncle took okay. the kids out there. Well, you ain't easily back. impressed, man. Right. Who? Okay, who was somebody that, like, you seen, well, was it anybody that you seen that you ain't seen in a minute and it was good to see him? Oh, yeah. Um, my cousin Elliot. Shout him out. I had seen Shout Elliot out Elliot. Yeah, we need, yeah, we definitely need to get him on the podcast, too. Shout but, him um, out. He gonna be in Europe. 
Yeah, that is. That's what he told me. You said that like that man was lying. No, I said it like I'm busy right now. Eighteen made your brother blessed. Oh yeah, eighteen made you blessed. Yeah, we had eighteen on the shot to our class. My eighteen. I can't wait to see them videos back so we can just slice it up together and put it out. I was gonna ask you. You was gonna get your turn, man. We know you was interested about eighteen. You got to put your mic in his face. You was staring him in his eyes while you had your mic in his face. You want to put his lips on your bike? What about you, y'all? Who is somebody that you seen, or was it somebody out there that you seen that you ain't seen in a minute, and it was good to see him? Elliot was one. Cousin D, D'Angelo was one. Um, Slime and Doc. Well, I see, I see Doc more than I see Slime, but Slime was one. Shout out Dirty Ant. Um, Stank was one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I ain't been out there in ten years, and most of the times when I come back to the bird, I chill at my grandma's house and I just be ducked off. So it was it was way more for me than I normally see. Yeah. Yes. You see a bunch of people like that, you just be like, damn boy, it's been a long time. Shout mm-hmm. out Doula, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a minute since I seen all them people. That yeah. shit was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, thick out there, boy. Thick as fuck. I like to see um, Doula. <laughs> I said, it, it was oh, thick oh as man. I, I still had words coming out. Yeah, All I heard yeah, was yeah. thick out there. Yeah, like, right, like, oh, shout out Doola, though. I know you. Thick out there. I like to see him. You caught me off guard with that one, boy. I was about to say, boy, I could have put you down or something. God damn. Damn. Well, you shooting like that. You like it that much? Who picked was on Ash, and that was a bit of yours. What? That was your pick. Oh, so who who was it? Somebody you seen that you ain't seen in no while? <laughs> 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 I made it. <laughs> I don't think I picked yet. I don't think I even picked. Oh, but now I like to have the good words from um. I'm gonna say just talk about podcast stuff, but um from um Nigel. And uh, Eddie, Eddie Boy, oh, yeah. because like Shout I say, too. I like yeah. they they been on the podcast. Like I say, they really came on in the uh, early stage. Right. Not that really early yeah. stage, but like like last year or whatever. And then then to see where we came from to where we going at. Yeah. Yeah. Like school. Yeah. I, yeah, I got his number. I got to get some hats from him before I go. Shout yeah. out to Cub. I like that. I just love seeing everybody out there. Man. I don't know nobody in particular that I saw that just. Sparked my interest because yeah. I was interested in anybody. I mean, maybe the old man that uh, actually recognized me for being in the podcast. Like, yeah. I was happy to see that because that's just somebody that recognized you that you don't even know at all. Complete stranger. Right. Complete yeah. stranger. So the fruits of your got, label. You got reached. Yeah, I got yeah. like at least yeah. one person reached that I don't know at all that know who I am without me knowing who he is. He don't watch me on TV speaking. We ran into um, Angie and Tangent too. It was on Angie and Tangent. We love seeing okay. twins. Y'all know that. So we had Jeff and Lisa on last week. Shout out to them. Like, like uh, we have a special connection with all twins from Baseball, especially like like girl, girl, and like what boy, boy. Elaborate. What kind hey, of like, you know where like you have a, the same type energy, a twin energy, oh, okay. in a way. You feel okay. me? Where like you see them, like hey, I can look at them and understand why right. they're the way they is right. and relate to right. them. You know, right. like when you see somebody that's like bussy and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, right. Jeremy can like, like, like I'm about to say elaborate because I don't yeah, know what pussy like, is. Like, you, know, you, you told me before the podcast that you like hot butt sex. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm already. I'm buff already. Neck. Yeah, you like buff neck. Yeah. I'm already big. You like buff neck. Big big hot butt sex. Two big niggas. I don't know. About that. That. I think you said you was going to your through your index. Yeah, yeah, buff neck niggas with hot butt sex. Everybody know you emotional, man. Everybody know you emotional. I don't know about hot butt sex. Everybody know he moist, but you shot me when you said you. A time, shout out to A time again, man. Mm-hmm. You, hey man, that was your pick. <laughs> <Yeah>. My pick. <laughs> yeah. That was pick. 
He yeah. missed you. He, hey, so he missed you, so he had to find another eight right. times. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Boy. What? Right. Y'all boy crazy, boy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, though. Starting to smell like KY jelly. <laughs> Y'all boy got some shit going on, man. Oh, I switch. Let's talk about uh, what happened in Buffalo yesterday. What about it? Let off some gun right. right. I'm about to say, what about right. it? Right. Nah, that dude let off some shots. But y'all hear about what happened when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, yeah. Man, we did, but you know somebody else might not have. Second, um, part two, Dylan Rue. Yeah, he yeah. walked into the top supermarket in the predominantly black neighborhood in Buffalo. White dude came from 200 miles away. He came and shot four people in the parking lot and shot, I think, what six, nine people inside the building. Yeah. And like he literally went there to shoot black people because it's a video out right now showing where he saw a white man, then shoot him and said sorry, sorry. And went on by his life to shoot some more black people. And that's what we say out here in the world of America. Like, you know, it's a lot of hate out here, but you gotta still do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. But also, I, shout out to all the family. Well, not shout out to all the family, like I condolences. Condolences to all the family that lost people and, and prayers. And prayers and the people that's like hurt and injured. Hope y'all get better. I think it was like two white people and like 11 black people. It was an old woman. A security guard got killed. They said he got radicalized. I can't even remember the dude's name. A white dude. He was 18 and 19. Yeah. He got radicalized on 4chan. It's like a white supremacist website yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you go on there and just spit your stories out and just talk about how you hate niggas. Yeah. Old niggas. I know hate this me. week, Tariq <laughs> Sheed, Umar Johnson, I'll be listening. Yeah, they're going to have a hell of a room. I need to hear what my boy got to say, man. Right, That's the world we picture, live in, it's though. It's a picture of him going to jail. Coon-ass niggas. If it was a nigga, they would have got, yeah. got him up out of here. Boy, man, you ain't going to jail. That's the world we live in, though, man. Like, white people down. just come in this motherfucker and spray you up and just yeah. be going on about their next day, man. Yeah. Like, like nothing they have. Right. But I, I just be confused because it's like, buddy, I don't know you. I ain't seen you before. I ain't did shit to you. Why you mad at me, man? Like, why I got to catch around? All right. Can I just live? I'm just trying to live, boy. Let a nigga live. Yeah, let me live. But bro. they come from 200 miles away. You literally plan and were like, I'm going to go to this I'm destination. Go this. Yeah. I'm going to find where the most That nigga was behind his steering wheel, and his mind was like, when I get there, I'm spraying these. He I'm probably, spraying. He probably, he probably yeah, trying to nigga see on his a- he, AR-15. He probably was upset because he ain't reached the number that he was trying to get. He yeah. probably over there yeah. riding yeah. like shit. 180 page manifesto. Like, you think you're going to do about 20 yeah, of them? Manifesto? So 180 page manifesto. That's why he killed himself because he wanted to be famous. Yeah. I don't think maybe it's not a death penalty in New York. That though. is white famous though. Yeah, he's gonna be in jail for a rip. That's a long I just time think about jail, you, right? you hear these people talking about people crashing out. He literally crashed out. That's just oh, what look he at you did. over there being here. You yeah, know yeah, the lingo. Yeah, yeah, I know the lingo. Whatever. Transitioning to that, you, Mr. ATL, how the ATL feel about YSL them man? Because a lot of them boys. Man, ATL fucked up right yeah, now. Yeah, they hurt right now. Yeah, but like you said, with the YSL and then. Bullshit, Rico Charger. Lakeed died, like. How? They said Link. Overdose. Yeah. He overdose? They just say, yeah, you know. I ain't going to speak on that. I, say, I can't speak on that. That's man, just, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, Twitter news. Yeah, that's just Twitter news. Yeah, that that I don't know if it's right. direct or not, but they say but I did hear Junior passed away at 24. Right. I mean. Natural college. Yeah. Because the first thing I heard was kidney failure, but. If it's a kidney failure, then it probably came from drugs. If it's an overdose, that's directly from Drug, drugs. So yeah. you never know. It's true though. That one saying it's and sad. And they though. say his brother was there. You know, got it and key. I saw that. That yeah. was a little got it and the yeah. key. Yeah. Yeah. I got saw the key. Keep. They say, um, yeah, key. Well, got it was there when he died. Like, well, that's tough to. Li- that's tough. Right. Like, that's why I on said top I of really... all of this fucking Rico going right. on, he must just pass out or something like that. Probably body probably just was like, all right, we done here. Mm-hmm. Like probably like you know I they quit. say overdose yeah. like it blocked like some like. 
blood it going to like the brain or to the um heart or something like that. It could be. Well, like I think that's how dying. brain aneurysm start. Yeah, though. you feel me? Like I mean, I hope to never overdose on anything. I don't take any I'm drugs. I'm a clean freak. I'm a clean individual. <laughs> I just want to say, what are you telling me? Something? I just want to overdose, overdose on, on life, man. I just want to overdose, overdose on, on life, man. On life and success, man. Because life is so fleeting. <laughs> like, another thing, Kevin Samuels. People are talking so much trash about this man. Hope death, but it's crazy. Right. Like, See that's a person. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Like, they, they saying coma well, for nigga, what he say. We all say and things a, that and we believe. And a woman killed him. Yeah, I know. Hey, this is what I heard, though. Say, hey. They was on his neck, man. He took, just, he, he took some Viagra. And that Viagra. Bust him. They say he already, didn't he have cancer? No, I don't know. Yeah, cancer I before. I think he had cancer. Oh. Before. He ain't got none. He got already beat cancer. I just want to thank the man above for working wood. My wood work. Yeah, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So, so you say you ain't never took none of the um, bee sting pills? Nah, I ain't never took no bee sting pill, but I, I took a honey one time, that yeah. little Roy honey. That so, uh, so how, how I it took worked? a honey and a blue chew. Oh, I didn't I take, take a blue chew. I, I want to take a blue chew. I never took a blue chew. Hey, if you take that blue chew, just go on and get a room. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. chew a girl a lot. Get a room. Get a room. You go here that night? Yeah. You got, you got. We get blue chew that night? give you an extra two rounds. You got two nuts in that night? That's why I said extra two rounds. You might have four. Oh my God! How you get nut that many I ain't, times? I ain't really know one round. This ain't nice. I ain't really know <laughs> one round. Nigga, so one and done over here. Damn, boy, you be getting me. Stand up. One and done. Like every day, dog. Like seven I, minute man. I guess I was just going too hard. Like my body was just hurting, dog. I guess I was just wait a minute. Hit it on mic, boy. You hit your mic. That's my bad. You don't know what you're doing. Man. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh, I mean, who who goes? I told you, you round and net. Three or four times a night. I told you, my son, you want to have um, a talk about the birds and the bees. Yeah. That I, you ain't paying attention when we had the first time. <laughs> Explain to me how you get four nuts out of the night. I don't, I don't go for know. four. Yeah, I, know, I, say, I, I normally know. go for a two-piece chicken box. Yeah. All right. So you <laughs> I like. Mean, I got to get two of them out of there. You, you getting the first nut out, then you fucking through the first nut to the second nut. Or you going to take some time in between. Yeah, some you time. You gotta take some I'm time, about time say, in between. So you the time is when she gobbling, motherfuckers. Yeah, like, You got to get this nut out. Huh? Well, no, even I'm talking about like, like man, sometimes, you sometimes out, you're gonna yeah. keep like you're gonna stand up, you know. I done nut it like shit. If I'm still hard and I'm still horny, you still horny, yeah, you go. ain't came yeah. yet. Let's keep going, and yeah. you can do yeah. it. You, you better can... keep going, okay? If you stop for any time, that thing will be like, mm. and you can give either a back tat you. or a stomach tat. Yeah. 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 Somebody is freaky, Somebody give this man. You can either give up depending on the position. I'm gonna see the Bluetooth people. I just tried the Bluetooth shit because of 85 sounds. No, I ain't say I was limp. My boy go limp, then he came. He wanted done after I'm, that nut. That motherfucker like bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the you the you the roll over with the what you finna do? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Right. hey, I got mine. It, it, yeah, it, right. it might be three minutes. It might be thirty, yeah, yeah. but it's over with. <laughs> now you get done with that first one. You either give her a stomach tat or a back tat. And then you put it right back in there. Go on, on, on. You got that right. But I know, no, I know not I know with you. you. I, 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 right, right, right. He said like he can speak right. for But it. I like what you had posted the other, uh, about Cat, though. What I say? You got to arrive on number two already, man. Got to, yeah. man. Yeah. That's how I started out, though, like back in the day. Yeah, hey, I learned cool. early from Cat Wheels, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I ain't so learned that from Cat Wheels. I, I, I ain't learned that from Cat Wheels. I learned that from myself. Because yeah. I was like, I already know that first one, they get me every time. She Slippery. Finna, she finna talk shit about me. So let me go ahead and get that yeah, one on the That's, that's yeah. when girls talk shit about she you. Because like, y'all yeah. think. That shit feel Y'all amazing. think he gonna nut fast. Oh, and he on his first nut. He might even nut in a couple of days. Y'all think a nigga gonna nut fast. But on some real fast? shit, 
since we on that conversation, like the women be talking about sex a lot and how they don't get to have orgasms and stuff like that. I feel like because niggas don't really talk about that shit. Oh, that's a niggas big problem. Don't, niggas don't, but a lot of niggas don't know their body and stuff like that. Because don't like know they body. They a lot of niggas yeah, don't lot of know that yeah. body. Cause like think about it, a lot of niggas be wanting to just like he said he was going so hard one time that he st- it hurt his body. Yeah, like no, no, so, no, see, I was just like, so it's like on like working out. Yeah, like beat that. that pussy up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but 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 like but all women don't want that. Stretch it out exactly yeah. though. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. you got to be able to have conversations or like or like like with foreplay or like yeah. you know mm-hmm. some some people like like how a girl she want to get to know a nigga before she has yeah. sex with him. It, that's like, just foreplay. Yeah, yeah, that's foreplay for a woman. Yeah. Like, get to know just, like getting to know a nigga, yeah, talking to a nigga. gonna be wet if they yeah. get really into you though. Before they get yeah. digging them sweet yeah. watery goods. <laughs> real though, yeah. the little gummy yeah. in your panties. Straight to the point though. Yeah, panties gonna be wet. Right, yeah. straight like that. Yeah. Real though, the, the, the women anatomy. Whatever. It is nice to be able to, like to learn someone. That's what I'm about. That like learn someone we mentally, and physically. You, you learn we always been high enough shit. You can get out of here like that. Yeah, ain't no problem. But, but most most men, we don't give a fuck, so we ain't really oh, taking yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. You got to be that woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like, he's trying to do everything that with everybody, matching everything that you know, the energy and the chemistry right, and right, all that. Right. Yeah, yeah. It got to be a vibe or whatever. Right. Like you got to be, yeah. like I say, get to know each other. And like I say, test stuff out on each other. Because me each other. ain't shit. But sometimes I just want to get this nut out, and you just so happen to be the one I'm getting it out on. Like, yeah, I don't care yeah. about you. Like, so, you, so is you calling that like an innocent bystander? I said, call me ain't shit. I, I, pre- I preceded the sentence with that. Like, you just happen to be the one to get this one today. So sometimes the folk can get that dick. No. Yeah, he can. yeah that man that, that man done grew up, I'm man. I'm 28 now. Yeah, that man grown now. That what I'm saying, like, just like back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, we, this, everybody, everybody done hit a four now. Mm. Probably lower. Yes. Yeah, we all hit a four. But I'm 28 now. Nah, I ain't never hit that lower than Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah. this one over here. Oh yeah, he only got one. Oh yeah, yeah he got one body <laughs> on his hand, and that and that boy was handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Such a sweet, a, a sweet, sweet boy. Yeah. I had said a little line on um, if you ain't freaking or something. I like um. Shout out and speak. I like I like if you ain't dying, don't waste your fucking time. <laughs> don't waste your fucking time. Very, very high standard. You exactly what I said. But then, yeah, I got high as standards. you get older, so, your I said, standards I said, don't lower. Listen, just what said, you want, lower. I mean, get higher. I said, yeah, I got high standards. So you ain't no bad bitch. No, it's the else. Oh, I, I get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what no, you were saying, big boy? You said as you get older, what? The hit like that. It's your all shit, damn old big boy. That's big boy. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it's gone now. But what you were saying? Oh, I was just talking about like as you get older, your not standards lower. But like what you want in a woman, like you see more, and that's higher. Like I want this particular thing in a woman. Like, can I get co- good conversation, a nice body, a pretty face? You know. Yeah, but I think that yeah, I think a lot of that shit come from how you feel about you, though. Mm. You look at yourself and be like, "Shit, I'm really one of them." Mm. Yeah, I ain't about to be one of them out here with one. Yeah, of like them. if one I'm in the gym every day, pumping iron, body looking amazing, chill or not. I'm definitely gonna want a woman that got a good body. Yeah. Cause like, why do I go so hard in the gym to have my body this way if I ain't gonna want the person that's gonna be with me to look the same way? So let me ask y'all this: Do you go for the trophy first, or do you go for the mind first? You gonna look at the trophy first, but that mind gonna win your heart. Which one yeah. you go for? You go straight to the trophy. So first. like, say if you in the club and you see a woman that look good as hell, like say a, a eight, yeah, and then you see a woman that's maybe like a six, where like she cool, you gonna look at the eight. 
On the nine more, duh. Yeah, that's who you gonna try to go for first. I, maybe her, maybe the though. nine mine is good too. You just don't but your know. Mindset, I'd rather go try to see if her mind is not though. Going straight for the trophy. A lot of niggas, a lot of niggas' confidence don't you don't know, equate to they my don't confidence. Feel, they don't they feel like they can. Yeah, they don't feel like yeah, they can get the trophy. If you look, if you feel like the trophy yourself, why wouldn't you go for the trophy also? Yeah, it's a lot that come with a bad bitch. You gotta cipher that shit out. I come with a hood that got a hood that nigga, but a nigga like me. Yeah,ですね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。ないのね。
That's true in a way. Yeah, in a way. Logically, like, come on now, like, broke people got to have kids too because they deserve the right to have kids. Yeah, they deserve the right to have procreate just like we do. You feel me? Most people broke. That nigga that owns 10 McDonald's, he needs y'all broke kids. Exactly. You'll see, like, nice places. You'll see a nice place. It'd be some, like, little busted down neighborhood because they need some people to work. Yeah, they they drive from their little busted neighborhood to the nice neighborhood to work for the rich people, and that's fine. What's Capitalism, yeah, terrible. but them ki- boy, you, them kids down there going through hell when you have them though. That's really what Thug was trying to say. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You have a broke Some kid, of, you yeah. broke them kids right. go through it, right? Because like, most kids don't even poor though. Most kids don't even know that they poor. Yeah, but Shit. a lot of them I knew. A lot but of like them you, you knew that you was poor to a certain extent that you couldn't be on TV and get stuff that people on TV got. You don't know that like it's people out here like eating rice. Like right down the street method. for you. That's like uh, no, I'm saying like like we know that about Ross. Like they had all that type of Naked, shit. Right? Even though they were like in That's the same all. town as them. Yeah. So it's, it's different. Level. Crunchy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But we still go to school with him. Yeah, but we still knew playing baseball with him. But we still knew that we wasn't like by the way we dress and the way they dress. I can already tell that. Yeah, we ain't know what. I ain't gonna say nowhere close, but it's like. But that then, like, cool. but like, yeah, like as a kid, you, you see them from the outside. You ain't they homeboys yet. But then you get, you get to be his homeboy. You see actually what he got. Like they ain't like you got a pool in your backyard. Like I want to go to a pool. Get in the backyard. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that proved that had proved me even more right. I was like, yeah, yeah. I knew I was poor. Even as even before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know what I'm saying. Like, when I was young, though, <laughs> like, like, even I'm before I knew. You boy before. Yeah, definitely. Even though, even before I knew. That you was the one that stayed in that house. I looked at that house like my house don't look like exactly. that. Yeah. But in your neighborhood, though, they say like, well, let's go back to just Castle Street where we uh, grew up at on Castle Street. It, we felt like West everybody side. made the same money. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. That, but, then but we was the one that could move to listen to a bigger house. Not saying everybody else had the money to do that. Right. They didn't have the money to they do it because yeah. they didn't do it. Right. You know, right. like you just look at, I could say, doing the job I do with, with Amazon Flex. It's like driving through these neighborhoods. Exactly. Somewhere. But that's what I was going to say, not to cut you off. You can go back. But like, it depends on who you raised by, too, though. Because like, with our mm. mama being from New York and us traveling, we seeing big houses. So we mm. already know, like, okay. <laughs> we ain't got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't right. got one of them. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we knew early. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's a certain, but I say, you knew early that you didn't have. All the stuff, but you wasn't poor, poor. Yeah, like, no, no, we definitely people, grateful for you know what, what we had. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, we yeah. know, like, on the, we just talking about on the big realm or the big thing. Like, and poor. even on a small scale, like, you could see the motherfuckers, the kids that come back from Christmas break laced up. Yeah, exactly. Even I that, was just in the black community. Yeah, yeah, even yeah, like you know, in the black community. Yeah, even like in the black community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we left for Christmas break, I had these forces on. When we came back after New Year's, these the same forces. Right. I had the screen sitting in bleach water. Yeah. Look, me hey, and Hey, Jerry, the force had a little lead to it. <laughs> little yellow tin. Not mine. <laughs> he wildin' out. <laughs> he, he, I don't know about the lead of forces, though, man. <laughs> yeah, they're leading like MJ over there. <laughs> but, like, nah, but I used to um, clean cleaning shit. Like, everybody used to be out there trying to clean shit. Remember we had that white uh, stuff that people was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Y'all polished y'all shoes. Man, that shit was horrible. I had to polish my arm. That probably started cracking. That's what I was about to say. It started cracking. Crack egg got dirty. Fuck I ain't never did that. I just took that mean green and that what? elbow grease and sh- 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 right. And the two brushes stuff and the air brush my teeth after we did. Nah, you got to say Y'all was poor then. Right, right. Y'all was poor than us then. What was your answer to the question though? Oh, I definitely would rather be poor with a big network because rich and lonely would be just a lonely life. Yeah. Like yeah. I love being around people in communication and just like sharing energies. Right. Yeah. So if you just gotta be lonely with money, it's like what's the fun of that? I don't even like going places by myself. Like, oh, how y'all say y'all go to bars? Like yeah. 
So oh, yeah, I do like doing that. But I ain't by myself, though. It's still people there. But yeah, yeah, people yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You don't like to go nowhere by yourself? I just... Really scared. I guess so. I guess that could be my phobia. It's okay. cold. Like, Not really scared, but it's like going there because I don't really like go out and meet new people like that. Like, but that's, that's how you do it, though. That's how you're going to do it. Yeah, how you going to yeah. do it. That's the truth, though. By but, being around people. Yeah, but in these 31 years of life, almost 32 next month, I just ain't got to the point where I'm like, man, I'm ready to do it. Man, speaking of next month, man. Why we ain't taking no trips? Let's do man. it. Let's go. We don't want to go. It's all good. It's all good. We know oh, where y'all want to go. Y'all want to go to Vegas. We could do that. We could go to Vegas. That's the only one y'all pick. Right. That's the only one y'all pick. See, you know, so I said Detroit. Like, what's in Detroit? Cold in Detroit. You never been. Stuff that we like, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, you but, never been. Yeah. Eight Mile. <laughs> Chicago. We're going to shoot uh, New York. <laughs> Eight Mile. We'll holla at T. Grizzly for a second. Um, like the, yeah. Y'all, y'all, ain't, y'all, y'all into uh, photography, right? Don't they got like some the lakes up there or something? Like them big. Mm. They got lake area. Great they lake. Got the Great lakes, lakes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, you can sell that, that picture. Hard, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This stuff so in the sat, world we ain't seen. Sat on he was at Niagara Falls. Like, I seen that just because the world's so big. Like, I went to Knoxville for the first time like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. The world's so big. So, I mean, you can go to places. You know what I'm saying? I went to Pigeon Forward, though. That's right around Knoxville. I don't know. But it's like, if you don't know that they it's there, at least. Mm. Yeah. yeah, if you don't know that it's there, at least go. If you don't know what's there, at least go see what's over there. Oh right. yeah, you know what's in Vegas. Hmm. Mm. You know what's. In I Vegas. always know what's in Vegas because like we was in Vegas for like five days. Yeah, yeah. I want to go out there as a mayor, go with got that bunny ranch. So, I'm trying to get this. So what's the difference? What's the difference between taking a trip like with your girl and then taking a trip mm-hmm. like with your? Let's do it. No, I'm saying, what's the difference, like? Oh, the difference, you gotta have that quality time with your girl, you go, you kinda on a romantic vacation. So anyway. you don't really get to have fun? No, you can have a lot oh. of fun because if you with the partner that you should be with, you gonna have the most fun in your life because that's gonna be your but best friend. I always say like, dude, the difference between girl going out with your girl and going out with your dudes is like, Dudes all for themselves, but we just all just ready to have a good time. Yeah, that's girl, what you I gotta kind of like. That's what know. I was asking. He you gonna have an itinerary when you got your girl? With you. Yeah, yeah. We and need to be up at this time so we can go do this at this time, and then after we do that, we gotta go over here, and then we gonna come back, mm-hmm. still us a little nap. But that's like that's just with certain, that's just with certain relationships. Though, that's some people, some people probably just want to go just to yeah. get away and probably be and in the sleep. damn room all yeah. day, sleep. right? Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be in a room in Vegas though. Yeah, but I guess with a woman, you going with her, you know, you got some to sleep with at night every night. Yeah. But going with the boys, oh, so like have something different sleep with every oh, night. You feel me? Like your boy, you prefer to have the boys there. So that's why we ain't no. been on no nigga navigation yet, because you scared you can't get no butt when you out the country or something. Nah, or the, uh, nah. Okay. It's, I, like, it's supposed to be no a boys trip. We we, we in relationship, so we can't be thinking about getting butt. Him? He not? I'm talking to him. Yeah. Give us another question man one more for the road your brother um, he said he got to get the fuck away from y'all right <laughs> i got to go it's been cool it's been fun but i got to go one john but okay ain't. i'm gonna go to a different question because we asked it already what's the what's two to the third power two to the third power is two times two which is four times two which is eight okay, okay. how i would, went to real school ah. i went to real school so i got this question for everybody Swag, you first. How would you describe yourself in one sentence? Um, One sentence. Like, can it be like a run-on sentence? No, or? we want just oh. one period. All right. Um, I feel like I'm, if I had to explain myself, I'm like, hey, I'm Octavian. I'm Gay. ambitious. <laughs> right. Am, ambitious. I'm hungry. I'm, I feel like I'm, I really feel like I'm on some Kanye West shit. 
Boy, that's a long ass team, boy. Right on to it right there. Right on to it. Yo, go big, boy. How would you describe yourself in one sentence? Gerald is a jubilant person. I said that last time. Okay. Right. Um, Devin is fucking amazing. Get to know me and figure it out. Right on. Yeah. Jamar, generous, loving, caring person. Sweet boy. 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 Uh, we ain't gonna say that one. Questions bro. from the Why cup. Not? Let me read it. It's toxic. Let me read it. Questions from the cup. I ain't gonna read it. I ain't gonna read it out loud. But, uh, you ain't gonna, if you're gonna pick a different. Oh yeah, y'all done. Y'all did that one yeah, too. Yeah, we did already. All right, check it out. Questions from the cup. When you are 80 years old, what will matter most to you? Y'all did this one already. Mm-hmm. Y'all, 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 y'all ain't questions, got yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all questions. We can y'all questions got expiration dates. Okay, this is a good question. What life lesson did you learn the hard way? Woo! The hard way. Hard way. Uh, you only get one chance to do it. Copy them. Well, you only you only get one first impression, shall I say? It's a lot of shit that you just can't go back and get. You only get one chance to do it. So I'm at the point in my life now. If I do it and I put my hands on it, I gotta match this bitch out because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it again. Yep. Vinny Vidi Vici. Yeah. Seize the moment, right? Yeah. No, Benny Vitti is, um, I can't, I saw a concert. Yeah. I said, that's what I did. Okay. In life. Go, bitch. Nick, well, hey, we gonna bitch. wait on Thirst Boy. Go, uh, <laughs> go to Jern. Boy. Oh, Jern, it's on you. There you go. Man. Oh, I in the mouth, man. What life lesson did you learn the hard way? Um, well. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd probably say, um. Oh. It's great. It's open now. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I had kids too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Before I was ready. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't don't necessarily regret it because you know I love my kids to death. But yeah, looking back, I wish I would have mm-hmm. took yeah took a little bit more time. Yeah, I understand <laughs> what you mean because like it's like it, it's a disadvantage you because like it's something you have to deal with now anyway because right. like they're right. your kids. But like boy, it, it, it puts you behind because like you. You, you try to get myself together, but like at the same time, I'm trying to be the best date I can be at the same time too. And like life is life. Yeah, it's like, first for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't know, but yeah, when you have kids, it's absolutely first. Yeah, you gotta put it first. Gotta be. That's really the most main. You brought up here, like yeah, yeah you gotta first. do it. Like I, said, I understand it. Like, yeah. I say, I definitely L Cool J, man. Who? Um, oh, it's, it's, it's me. On it's, it's on me. He got it all down his throat now. You said my most regret. What? You said what? I ain't say nothing. Well, what was the question? What life lesson did you, you learn, learn the, hard the hard way? The life lesson I learned the hard way is like, I feel like my unselfishness. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm too unselfish to a certain extent where like, I'll just like, just try to make everybody, I'll try to fit in, fit in too much instead of like standing on my own and like saying, I know this is how I feel. Instead of just trying to couch how and make people feel good when I just gonna be in my head feeling bad, you know? You said couch how? Yeah. Couch how. I guess it would be like a battle with yourself from time to time because when you just described yourself in a sentence, you said generous. So Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Fight, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a fight. It's a big fight. fight. It's, it's the, 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 the yin and yang life. 
Yeah, like, cause you, I just being too nice, but not too mean. Yeah, your turn. Uh, what life lesson did I learn the hard way? Choosing us over choosing yourself. You gotta always choose you first. You can't think about like to make everybody else life better. Like we said, kind of in the same frame of what he talking about. You feel me? You choose us, and us ain't gonna choose us. Us gonna choose you. Mm-hmm. So you realize you gotta choose you first in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, choose you absolutely. But oh. hey, man, this was a great podcast, man. It's a podcast. Wait a minute. God, who, who damn. Is? God damn. Damn. All right, y'all. That's it. Nah. Hey, well, no. Good right. being back, for, right. You know. Yeah. I guess the boys ain't back. I ain't. Swag. <laughs> I thought Swag went first. The nah, boys gotta get one. the fuck I out of here. I, I, oh. I, I went first on every one except That's for that. That's what it is. The boys gotta get out of here. Yeah. Now my life lesson would probably be. Well, I would say listen to your mama, but it's like whoever in your life that's like telling, like trying to give you advice that's like. I said, your guess your guardian. Yeah, listen to your guardian. Most definitely. Yeah, I they got that of, wisdom. Right, and they it, most of the time they want what's best for you, and yeah. so they're gonna be trying to tell you stuff that. I don't. That's, that's I sent you. Sent you I sent y'all both both that video, y'all grandma or whatever. Right. And I was that, telling, shit, that, was, so, that was so tight though, cause mm-hmm. you you was with my grandma during the same time I was with your grandma. That was in the energy of the world. And I didn't even know until you sent me the video, and I'm like, yeah. I was just with your grandma. Like she just cause like I was like Shout in front of Mallory shop, and I was about to turn around and go back and give him um the barrel or whatever, and she like, oh, she like, um, oh, you got AC in here. She just said, I'm gonna ride with you. You gonna take me to my car? I'm like, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, that heat Hold was blistering, boy. Hold up, my grandma. Don't act like you ain't never been no AC now. No, 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 no. Saying that she nah, was talking know, about, I'm yeah, just talking she, yeah, she was saying, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, I ain't like, girl, she's like, grandma, people gonna be looking at us on the pod like, dang, swag, talking about how fresh he is, but his grandma ain't, ain't got, got no AC. AC. Grandma lives just gonna pick their grandma up with the windows right. down, huh? <laughs> nah, dang, so grandma lives good. She used to ride the AC, but what she did say at the end when she got the car, whatever, she like, you know, I still stay in the same spot, you know, I come see because I thought it was so it was so deep because it's like, I know, like I said, we get so much life in us and stuff. Older people, they know, like, hey. I ain't know how many years I got left, but right. I'm still in the same spot. Right. Come see me, you right. know. And you, I still got love for you and, and exactly. Joe, right? That's what I'm saying. It's just deep, man. Cause like I say, you just wanna that we getting older. Like I say, you see, you see us. We got gray in our beards a little bit and stuff. Like you seeing mm-hmm. like all the progression of all the people we was around. We all still the same. Like I say, I saw Macy. Like I was telling you about Macy. Like like Macy forty. Like he about forty, I think, or whatever. But how Macy look like. He still look just like himself or whatever, but just an older version. Like all of us just looking like older versions yeah. of ourselves. It's but it's kind of like we look life. the same because we all growing up at the same time. Yeah. So we kind of getting older at the same time. So we don't look at like I don't look at Devin as a seven year old Devin no more. Like he didn't just grew up in life. He mm-hmm. still look the same and the same Devin. Yeah, he's you know? still the same person because like I said, you just. I, I hate seeing the people that fall out though, but some people out here don't fall out. Some what people gotta fall out, man. No, they yeah. don't. No, some people gotta you gotta some learn from that. No, they don't. We're going to bring them back up, man. Yeah, they got to yeah. fall off first, though. <laughs> but you got to fall. You fall seven times, get up eight. That's all that matters. You feel me? Yeah. Like, sometimes you get in low spots in life, and low spots in life bring you to a higher point. Because, yeah. like, when you get to the dip in the ground, I'm but you, to I feel like you just got to you gotta just believe in yourself, really. Yeah. Number one thing, yeah. choose yourself because and like, believe in yourself. If you don't want to if you don't want to um, keep falling, I mean, everybody going to fall, but if you want to, like, if you fall and you're going to be like, man, I fell, and you're going to be down in the dumps about it, then it's like, mm-hmm. or you're yeah. going to be like, man, I fell. I don't want to fall again. And so now you ain't going to move, you know? Yeah. It's but, all mindset. Yeah. But if you really want to move, you're like, okay, I fail. I keep falling every time I do that. Well, let me not do it like that. Exactly. Do it a different mm-hmm. way. But I keep failing. It's like it's demoralizing sometimes because, like, I understand why people get defeated because you try so hard. And, like, if you try your hardest and it don't work, how defeating is that? Yeah. 
Like it's like, man, just, I just wasn't good enough. Shit, right. Anybody, no, like bro. fighting somebody in the boxing match, like I say last night, Charlo, shout out Charlo got the undisputed. But like the other man and stuff, like, man, I just got defeated last night. Yeah. Like yeah. first loss and I couldn't even finish the fight. Yeah. yeah. Wilder. Yeah, is that exactly that's why he ain't never been the same. He he can't even really come back. He can come back. I would love to see Wilder fight again, but really what do you do after that trilogy? Just like we like, what can you, you do? You ran that? into that that fucking wall three times in a row. Yeah. And, and that it's wall just like, is I, that, I'm trying to beat this motherfucker. It's like Game of Thrones wall, man. I can't yeah. do it. The wall. That's a big ass white boy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But y'all boy, get y'all what y'all got going on, get y'all socials and let y'all let the people know what y'all got going on. Um what we got here. I am so swag on everything, every streaming platform. It, oh my god, underscore. It's swag on Snap. No, no. it ain't. Oh. Hey, it was it. it was oh. that on IG, but oh. yeah, everything the same now, man. Change it. Long time ago. Got to remark. Yeah, but you know, I don't really be on IG like that, though. Okay. I guess I should. Now, you don't be on none. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because, like I said, I guess. I, so, like. You be on grinding. But no, you got to think about it, though. Like, so, like, what we were talking yeah, about earlier, yeah. when we was younger and shit, I, I, us, I always used to want to be on the camera and shit. Yeah. But now, as I get older, it's like, I don't really want to be on the camera as much because usually the loudest person in the room is the brokers, you know? And I don't want to be the brokers. I want to be, like, sitting in the back chilling, like, Top of the pyramid. Yeah, like, sometimes I say that, but sometimes I also say like, like I see like grown men or whatever like don't want to talk or whatever. But I feel like if you're gonna be a real leader, people oh, you want to hear your voice. About, I definitely yeah, you enjoy people, talking, but like you know, like I'm saying, people gotta hear your voice because like people ain't gonna follow the silent. Right. Nobody gonna follow somebody that's silent. Like, but they will if, he, if it's work. It show. depends on how much right. money he get out of the work at. Right. Yeah. But people ain't looking at your work. They looking at your mouth. Bullshit. Not if you, you ain't got to say nothing if you pull up that's in the damn Rolls Royce. That sound a low key pause. Niggas looking at your mouth. <laughs> they they not what? But yeah, like if you see a damn, like, okay, so like the slingshot, it ain't, it wasn't mine. I just rented it for the video. But when people seen that, I ain't have to say nothing. It just spoke for itself. Like, mm-hmm. That's why I got and the, and the person who slingshot really is. Right. They really ain't have to say nothing. And she big dicking too, bro. She got like eight cars that she tore up. Oh, she got eight cars on tour. That's yeah. how you make that money. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go out my Jeep. When I get my Jeep, yeah. I'm putting that bitch on tour. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. You did say parts. that. I'm doing two weeks. They be stealing people's parts off yeah, Turo, Yeah, that catalytic too. converter coming out of there. Yeah, yeah. man. That motherfucker going to sound like a damn Mustang GT. Yeah. People be taking catalytic converters out of under car. Yeah, coming out of there. Yeah, but with that Turo stuff, they got to have all the information in. You feel me? Yeah. You can find them, though, but you're going to have to put it back on there, too. Nah, Turo. I'm about to say, that's what the dealership for. Yeah, that's insurance, my boy. Go and get yours on Twitter. IG, Devin Don't Care underscore, Snap, OTG underscore 93. And I'm in the midst of starting me a new um, content page. So be looking out for that real soon. Can't wait. Jerm. Now you can follow me at Watch Women Cuz on Twitter, Instagram, Hassan underscore guy on the Snap. Swag. You ain't gonna ask me? Oh. What Hassan mean to Swahili? I hope not you. <laughs> it means handsome. handsome. And, and I'm, I'm that, that guy. guy. You feel me? I stay in Charleston now, the West Ashley Park. Right. You feel me? Turn. Hey, hey, you You dead. Forgot. <clears throat> Twitter, um, at the Jeremy Gant, snapping IG, Jeremy underscore Gant. And you can follow me on IG and Twitter at the Money QB. Go to Snapchat, fine ass twin, nice snap. I love my hair, man. I mean, pretty. You go to the website, man. Before you go to the website, go to IG and Twitter for the Navy Black Podcast at Navy Black Pod. Follow us. See what we got going on. Go to the website, navyblackpodcast.com. 
I don't know what he's doing. Y'all see the shirt, man. That came from yeah, Navy Black Podcast. And tell these people to hit the Navy Black Podcast vids at gmail.com and give us with some questions. Give us with some questions. Suggestions. Yeah, because they questions expire. Yeah, yeah. these questions. We need to do questions, right. out. But go to YouTube. Subscribe to your boys. Navy Black Podcast on YouTube. We will make a vlog. We will have it out for y'all. We will try to get as many people in the vlog as we can so you can see yourself on camera. This is the Naval Black Podcast. The game about to come on, so we'll see y'all next week. Right. And Boston will get beat. I miss y'all, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, too, bro. yeah, yeah. The Bati boys are back. All right. The Bati boys are back in town. Boom, boom. So y'all boys. Bull up, bull up, bull up. Got it having them bricks, nigga. I'm telling you, man. Tell you, man. <laughs>
So, you know, what are ideas, strategies, the really strategic planning and stuff like that? That's the stuff that really kind of got me going. And it wasn't until somebody really pointed it out, like, hey, you're actually good at this. Like you have ideas, you're thinking outside the box. You're not only thinking about, you know, legalities and things that people need to look into, but you're thinking about strategy and marketing standpoint from an operation standpoint. And I had to really look at, hey, what was really providing me internally with that kind of those butterflies? Like well, mm-hmm. every time I talked to a client, it was like, what topic did we talk about that day that actually got me going? Mm-hmm. That was just like, oh yeah, this is exciting. And it had to do with strategy and all that. And it took a while, but it, it was the work that I had to put in behind it. I had to try different things in order to figure it out. And even though I didn't even identify it, somebody identified it for me was like, this is your passion. We can see it through you. Mm-hmm. Your passion starts to ooze, right? Mm-hmm. You could tell when somebody is passionate about mm-hmm. something. It's just seeping out of their pores, right? Mm-hmm. And they talk about it and they could just go on and on about particular topic, subject or whatever. That's how, when I would talk about stuff like that, people could identify that that was just a passion of mine, but it took a while for sure. Okay. What about you? Before I jump into that, I want to touch on two topics that you brought up. In order for you to uncover your passions, you have to have experiences, which means you have to have trials. You have to get out there and try it to understand if you like it or not. Okay. Hopefully you're an adult, 18 and up listening to this. (laughs) Y'all be out here trying all sorts of undefiled things in the bedroom. Mm. I don't want to get out here and try something to enrich yourself. Y'all like to see. You gotta try new things. Keep it it fresh. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. I digress. You also have to notice that when people talk about their passions, it's an excitement that comes with it. For most people who do know me personally, I am an extremely bashful person. I'm introverted. I'm an extroverted introvert, so they say, but I get a lot of energy from just being in my solace by myself, recharging. Interacting with people is very difficult. But one thing about me is I'm not for the small talk. I don't do small talk. It just seems cumbersome. My thought is that we only got a certain pre-programmed amount of breaths in this here body. (laughs) So if you waste it on the bullshit, you just waste it, right? So I really definitely feel like people who are in their bag when they talk about things that they're passionate about, it comes out of their pores. Like Nikki was saying, it, it just it oozes out of them. Nikki kind of threw the question back at me. And for me, I will have to say that I did find about my passions and interest through the act of living life, through trials and tribulations. There were times where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be that one to work that nine to five. That's all I'm going to do. Give me a good 401k. That's all I got in me. Mm-hmm. That's what this life is about, right? Mm-hmm. But there was something in me that I noticed I liked to be able to provide a service, whatever that service may be. And I like to receive a response, right? Mm -hmm. It is something about giving someone a gift, giving someone a little tidbit of knowledge and then seeing this sparkle in their eyeball. I like helping people get to their awareness. I'm a clinician by trade. I'm a mental health therapist by trade. So people come to me with mental conundrums. Why am I plugged to next week? Mm -hmm. Struggling with this imposter syndrome. Y'all sit down for that one. (laughs) Sit down with a double row of toilet paper. Okay. Because we coming. Yeah. You're right. Okay. 
and I can help you navigate through that process through using your own experience. And so I like helping people to get to an awareness. It makes me feel good. That is essentially what I'm passionate about. I get that in a variety of ways. I get that enriched in a variety of ways. So for me, it's been having to just put myself out there, have some explorations, live a little bit of life. And then I also am aware that my passion evolves because passion and purpose, I'm listening to this other ebook and it's called Intimate Communion by David Dieta. <laughs> Y'all, sis is going over, going through some things over here. <laughs> <laughs> but in the book, they talk about how as you get to your purpose, it dissolves, which I'm like, that don't make no sense. But when you exhaust a situation, it's fulfilled its purpose. And so it is going to like lessen, but it's going to evolve into the next thing. And so after that, it's like, we're always kind of searching for a purpose or a passion. And usually we find it exhausted and go on to the next one. So I was able to link a video and it's a little five minute or, but it talks about finding your passions and knowing what it is. And then being able to talk about it, being able to put some meat and potatoes behind it. Remember, Nikki, when you first started upon this adventure of being an entrepreneur, being able to assist others, do you remember what the early conversations was like when you would, you know, talk to people about it, how they would respond to you? Yeah, people were like, that makes sense. Finally, it was, you know, hey, I'm about to do this, you know, coaching and strategy assistance and business strategy and stuff. They're like, well, finally, that's duh. You know, it was one of those things that people, it just, they saw my passion within me before I saw it within myself, like I said. And it's probably a lot sooner than when I actually came to that aha moment in myself. Like I said, it was really just this past year, but they were seeing it for years and years because it was something that was natural, naturally innate in me. And so I want to do, really impose this question on the audience is that have you ever been, and you too, Kim, have you ever heard somebody speak or just, it might not have been a speaker, it might just been a general conversation and you started to get really into what it is that they were talking about before it was just kind of like, I'm gonna sit here and watch it because their passion was so strong. You could see it. You started getting excited about what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like that influence that you can have and by identifying what your passions are mm-hmm. and being able, like Kim said, to speak to that can draw people into you. It become like a magnet. Mm-hmm. Been, you know, there's some people that it's like, you can really tell. And then you can tell the people who are just doing it just to do it. Because I think people confuse passions with trying to make money. Yeah. So there's a difference, especially when you talk to somebody who's passionate about something really draws you in to what it is that they're talking about. And even though you could care less about cotton swabs, but if somebody's really passionate about making it, you're going to be like, well, damn, what is so nice about these? Uh, Back to your question, though, about the early conversations. It was really there was some fear in me, though, Mm -hmm. really going out about it. But it was a realization to say well, yeah, I guess I have been doing this. This is getting me excited. Mm-hmm. I guess y'all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I hear Nikki saying is, and we talked about it, you have to know your why. Yeah. And when you know your why, everything else flows from there, right? And so 
I'm one of those persons where, again, like I said, my purpose evolves, right? I have the things that I'm interested in. And again, passion doesn't always equate money. I love making candles. I do not make money off of the candles. The insurance is way too high because, you know, candles are fire. So if I sold them, I'd have to have insurance. So I don't personally sell them, but I'm very passionate about them. I actually take notes on these suckers, okay? Like what wax does what, which fragrance oils don't do what, because I'm attentive to the process. It's just what I am. It's just what I do. I also note that, you know, again, it's something I'm extremely passionate about. And when I talk about candles, other people get passionate about it too. Not because they necessarily, they don't buy 45 pounds of wax at one time. I do. It's real over here. Came out here Um, bringing the wax in case y'all looking for some. (laughs) The zombie apocalypse comes, (laughs) y'all. I got all the candles over here. I'm just letting y'all know. But when you find someone to talk about something, I mean, think about your great orators. They can talk about something and get you involved in just through the talk, right? Mm-hmm. Just because of how they're packaging that, but they know the why. See, right. when you know the why, you know what to say to pull people in to get right there with you, right? So you're going to say something to grab that attention. We are, as human beings, we are creatures that feast with our eyes. We feast with our ears. So if you can talk it to us and then give it to us visually, we're good to go because we're having our senses be enticed. And then your excitement, your energy towards it too. I mean, people, when you know your why, everything else kind of falls into purpose. So when I look at people with lots of curated content, like all these social media folks, they can drop a t-shirt line and sell t-shirts out the yang gang, right? But if it's not if it doesn't fall within their brand, if it doesn't fall within what they're supposed to be doing, their why, it doesn't come across. It seems foreign. Kim's speaking my language. I'm sorry, y'all. That that just, as a business-minded person, it, okay, sorry, go ahead, keep going. Now, we usually don't use this forecast, this podcast to forecast others. Nikki was mentioning a friend and I'm going to actually mention a a different podcast that I was on. They actually have awesome content, right? But, and they're quite passionate about it, but what they're trying to do is monetize. And as they're monetizing, they're figuring out like, we got some catchphrases that are unique to us and we're going to promote those catchphrases and they've done so. And they're doing it in little small means, selling stickers, cell phone cases, t-shirts and things like that. But that was a means to monetize something that was already established. They're using their already existing platform to monetize, but they knew their why. These are things that they talk about consistently in their particular podcast. We may also do the same. There are certain little catchphrases that we use. Plan your work and work your plan. Know who your tribe is. All these little catchphrases that are unique to our, we could take those and monetize those because we know our why, but it all goes back to the why. You have to know what your strengths are and then, you know, again, be able to outsource the rest. Plug back to episode, what was that, four or something like that? Know your Mm -hmm. why? We went into a whole episode about knowing your why. And if you haven't listened to that yet, please go back and um, listen to that. But basically, you know, just piggybacking off what Kim says is that your why is your purpose. It's your cause. It's your belief. Why do what you're doing is important? Why is it important to you? And why should it be important to other people? 
because people in the, one of the videos that we had attached to that, he said, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So passion and all of that. And so Kim touched on, you know, you have people who are out there who are selling shirts, but it doesn't fit within their brand. It doesn't fit within their messaging. It's just something that they saw somebody else doing and that other person was doing it successfully. So they wrapped it into what they were doing, but they didn't figure out how, what their, why, what was their purpose of even bringing a shirt out? And then they didn't provide any explanation. They didn't tie it back into their brand. So people see authenticity. And when they see that authenticity, they're able to grasp that. They're able to hold on to that. And then they want to buy what you're selling Mm -hmm. (laughs) because your why has been explained. And it's like a goal is to do business with people who believe in what you believe. That's how you have like the best business employees or customers. People keep coming back because they believe in what you believe and what you're doing. So knowing your why is very, very important because that's where the place that you're operating from. So if you're operating from a place of, I'm going to just do it because I see the other person doing it and they're successful at it. Doesn't mean you are. Doesn't mean you're going to be successful at it. Right. And so that's kind of like the part one to like knowing who you are. You have to know your why. You have to know your purpose, right? You have to get that part. Now you have identified what your strengths are. If you've identified your strengths, because I'm trying to be a solutions focused person in 2021. (laughs) Yes. The knowledge of your strengths brings the awareness of your weaknesses. Now we all got them. These are not things that we want to highlight. But I think sometimes we get caught up in the being able, I got to do it all. Mm. I got to be superwoman. In the hustle, because this is your legacy, this is going to be with superwoman syndrome. (laughs) Write it down, Pimpin, write it down. Coming soon, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to do a little editor's note right there. I'm going to write that one down because y'all know my little memory be going sometimes for a variety I got you, I got you. So my hope is going to write that one down. Okay. So you know your why, you know your strengths, and you're going to have this general awareness of what your weaknesses are, right? So then what do you do with that? Okay. There's some things that I have identified as a weakness. I can do it. I just don't want to. Okay. I don't want to. I turn into a toddler. This is a 15 minute task. Right. I'm going to do everything but that 15-minute task. I'm going to go do these dishes. Okay, so there's some things that I'm going to have to buckle down and do, right? There are other things that I cannot wrap my head around, okay? Let me give y'all a little example. The taxes part of anything, okay? <laughs> I don't play with the church's money, and I don't want nobody playing with mine, okay? Right. Have y'all ever messed up on your own shit, Okay, I'm coming from a personal place right now. <laughs> you thought you was doing something good for yourself, and then come tax time, you gets to looking. Your, your little tax man gets to looking, and they like Kim, you done did one, two, and three. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? You wasn't supposed to do them three. Oh, sir, or ma'am. Right. But mine happens to be a sir. Oh, sir, how do we fix this? Like, I could tell you how to make money, but I can't tell you how to keep it, baby. That is what my tax man is for. That is what my retirement lady is for. This is what y'all went to school for. These are y'all strengths. I'm going to outsource these wonderful duties that I have no knowledge base in 
I mean, I know a little bit of something, right? But I don't know at all. So I need to leave that to the professionals. There are some other things that you can leave to the professionals. Nikki, you're actively in this entrepreneur. Is there anything that you find yourself like, I can do it. I just don't want to. Accounting stuff. <laughs> Let me get the money, the money piece of it. Like there are, I think that's the biggest flaw that people do. There, Yes, there are systems and platforms out there to assist you with managing your money. But those, if you are not the type of person that's going to check back on that weekly to see how your cash flow is going, if you don't have a certain level of understanding, then you need to outsource for that. Because that's one thing, like Kim said, you don't pay with the people's money. And then when tax season comes around, you don't want to play with Uncle Sam. So there's things that you, I believe people should have an enough awareness to know what's going on. I think that's what happens with athletes is that they're not educated enough on how their finances and cash flow, nor do they ask the questions. So then when they retire, they end up broke because there were things that were going on that they weren't involved in. But you can have an accountant, you can have a tax professional that you work with throughout the year. And you have like monthly meetings for them to identify. So you may be using QuickBooks real quick, you know, QuickBooks to kind of generate everything, but then you have a monthly or quarterly accounting meeting mm-hmm. so that that per- professional can look at what it, your books and how you're flowing to make sure by the end of the year, you're in a proper place. You've met your financial goals, your cash flow goals. Mm-hmm. You have enough to pay taxes at the end of the year, all of that. So that's one of the things that I say outsource for spend that money and do it. In addition to, sometimes it might be like social media. You know, I like to do it as a pleasure thing. But at the time I had a assistant to post to my business page because I just knew I wasn't going to do it. I needed her to start following people. I needed her to post three times a week. I needed her to do all of this stuff. I gave her the content and told her what I wanted to post and said, here, I could do it. That's one of the things that, you know, I could do it. I have the awareness to do it. I just don't want to. <laughs> okay. And I'm not going to do it. So we talk about outsourcing. So there's other things that you could do. Thank you for that transparency, homie, because I've opened up a couple of shops on Facebook and the function that I needed, I could not find readily. And I'm talking about what was supposed to take a day turnaround in regards to a project was literally taking me like weeks at this point. And so I went to the good Fiverr. We're not sponsored, but I'm just saying no. And, and or any other Upwork style platform where you can pay someone to do a particular service. This is key. I mean, I am an author. Again, outsourcing Microsoft Word. Right. Editing, you know, having someone edit my books. I can go and outsource that. There are certain things that I have to have outsourced to literally check my work. If I don't want to do a book cover, I can pay someone to do a book cover. Well, Kim, you just start now. I'm actually building up my team that is associated with this particular area of my life. I have vendors that I work with to make candles. I have vendors that I work with when I bake. You should know who your people are given your situation and whatever those strengths are not, go ahead and outsource it. A friend of mine, she makes candles and she hates labels. Outsource it, sis. People are so afraid to let go of stuff. And, you know, they're so afraid to, you know, and it's let go of their money, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it boils down to, that people don't want to pay for certain things. But you got to kind of balance that you know, what that money's going out compared to what's going in if you get something done right, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're paying $500 to talk to a, you know, for 30 minutes or an hour with a 
a legal professional, you know, as an attorney regarding contracts, mm-hmm. they could potentially, by them reviewing your contract for $500, save you $10,000 down the line mm-hmm. because you have the appropriate grammar, you have everything in because if something happens, because you decided to write your own contract, right? And you didn't include something and somebody comes back and was like, hey, sues you for whatever mm-hmm. reason or, you know, tries to come at you for some kind of financial gain. You're potentially out two grand instead of five hundred. You know, it's like you have to weigh those options and really, as a when you're going into this entrepreneur to, into this hustle, those are the type of things. That's the mindset that you have to get yourself into. Is really kind of thinking, you know, this might be a financial setback for now, but it's going to provide me with gains in the end. Because even that five hundred dollars, that's a contract that you can use for multiple people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not five hundred dollars each time. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are the kind of things you have to think about when you're outsourcing your logo. Like Kim said, Fiverr, you can get on there, ten five, ten dollars you know, a logo that you're going to use for the next five years. And when you start to rebrand, you can go back on there and get another one or you find yourself a graphic designer. So it's nothing wrong with outsourcing the less desirable things in your life. I'm going to say her first name. I won't say her last name. And Nikki can tag her social medias because I can't. Y'all know my mind is somewhere else. But Erin posted so many years ago on her good Instagram story how she has somebody come in, clean her house every two weeks. I was like, wait a minute, sis. I think you're on to something. And she used the word outsourcing. And I was like, wait a minute. So she outsourced this task that she does not like. And it freed up so many hours within her day. I lost a cousin and now I'm playing caregiver to her mother. Two Saturdays a month, I take her to the grocery store. This is how I live my life, you all. But I realized that there are certain things going on around my house that were just kind of following on the wayside. Cleaning was one of them. I enjoy a clean house. I can maintain a clean house, but it's something about that good deep clean. You feel me? Yeah. My goodness on today. And so I hired someone to come in and clean my house. It was an investment. Now, what would have taken me a whole day to do? Because this is this lady's thing. She loves cleaning. I'm she's excited about it. I've never seen someone so excited to clean something up. Okay. (laughs) It takes her like two and a half hours. I can run my on her errands. She can come in and clean my home. And the joy that I feel coming into a clean house, Mm. y'all can say I'm bougie all you want. Mm. I care not. (laughs) Because I've actually gained a day. Right. And so to me, it seemed like a fair investment. Don't feel like you have to justify if you know your strengths and this is not it. It's not going to be done effectively. It's going to be done begrudgingly. Your energy towards it is going to be so super negative. Why not outsource it? I get so nervous behind numbers, you know, the accounting part of my life. Okay. Outsource it because those professionals and I'm a good judge of character. I may not know nothing about no numbers. But I'm a good judge of character, so I can see how you manage in such and such as money and how you brought increase into their life. I want you to manage my little <laughs> dollar bills, too, so you can bring some increase in my life. Amen. And then it's always, you know, like Kim said, like if she's passionate about cleaning or, you know, providing that service, you're sewing into somebody else's passion. Right. So right. do what you need to do. Sis. Right. Because I mean, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. House cleaning. Yes. <laughs> Trying to figure it out at the air and so she wants, how can she get it every week? <laughs> I was like, I know that's right. 
Because now, yeah. you know, people, everybody working from home, so your house is not maintaining mm-hmm. like it used to. So now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shoot, can I get somebody in there? Let me, what do I got to sacrifice? Okay, do we have to get the knockoff brand of something? To- mm-hmm. <laughs> That's do, do you coupon? I mean, I am knowing your strengths. My mother loves to shop. I'd be like, Ma, you need to work for the Instacart. <laughs> because, or you could just be one of them people in the Whole Foods to be walking around filling them Amazon Prime orders or whatever. Because at the end of the day, like you like to shop. It's just something about being in a store and seeing a product. I think it just makes my mother so happy. Like that's her strength, right? Cleaning house, not her strength. Okay. <laughs> so when she goes to the grocery store, if a cleaning lady comes in, cool beans, you know. Know what's good for you and then operate from that place. That's the part that I think we're really trying to get you to understand. Because like Nikki said, I have a whole team of folk. And I know it sounds super odd, but like even when I go out and do guest speaking appearances, I get so super nervous about how I dress, what I look like in clothes and things like that. So I have someone that assists me with picking out my clothes. Say what you want to say. People are ruthless. Let that wig be wrong. <laughs> Girl, let the wig be wrong. Let me not have on tights at the wrong. Y'all, I didn't know some of y'all church folk. Y'all like, you can't be coming in here barely. I didn't know that. I we came into that. this world bare. <laughs> I thought I could come into this church with some bare legs. Now y'all ain't seeing all my thigh meat because I'm being respectable. Right. But y'all don't want to see my shins. <laughs> okay. I digress. So sometimes I have to go and be like, you know, such and such, I got this event coming up. I'm going to be speaking at blah, 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 blah situation. Does this outfit look okay? Have you ever worn the wrong colors to a cancer event? I had that actually happen once. I had on a color for a different color cancer and they took offense to it. I wasn't worried about y'all color, but y'all cancer. I didn't mean nothing by it. I'm just trying to fit. You know, I was just trying to make my eyes pop. (laughs) <laughs> you know so sometimes you have to know you have to secure your team know your people know your people yeah, and the, you know to bring it around like Kim was saying it's you know it's two different two folds right it's some things that you know you can do you just don't want to do it or have time to do it outsource there's some things you know you cannot do don't fool yourself into thinking that you are <laughs> this person that can do certain things outsource because you don't want to fuck it up and fuck up your business or fuck up personal things that are going on in your life so two folds know it the point that we're trying to make is the time that you waste trying to master something that Mm. you don't have in you it's you're taking a defeat on your heart okay you're taking a defeat on your energy and i Mm. said defeat but you know defeat it's one of those situations where Are you doing more harm? Like, I know I got it in me. I can do this. But then you can't. So now do you equate that to, I can't do none of it? Mm. No, just know your limitation. I set a time frame. If I don't get this shit in a week, it ain't for me to get. (laughs) It ain't for me to get. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's, (laughs) that's literally like, I mean, let's be real. I'm trying to learn how to edit this audio. And I'm like, I got it in me to do. I got to give myself a week to learn. Once I learn it, it's going to be cool beans. If not, I'm going to be having a conversation with Nikki like, friend. (laughs) And I'm here for it. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I got it in me. (laughs) (laughs) To understand this editing of this audio on these apps, my mind can't wrap around it. Let me tell you something. That ain't my gift. That ain't, the Lord didn't bless me with certain things. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't have the patience for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like as I get older, I identify that more. You know, <laughs> I feel like when I was 25, 26, you know, like younger, I was, mm-hmm. I could do it all. I could do this. Knowing I was half-assed and doing everything. So if I felt like I was doing, if there was five tests that I was doing, I was doing all five. I was do, operating, maybe one might be 80%, one might be 40%. Like it wasn't, it was a mm-hmm. half-ass. So that's mean the success rate of me doing this was not right. So y'all young folks who think y'all superheroes, Marvel characters walking out here, you not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, That's you got your strength. We just said something about superheroes only. <laughs> second time. Uh, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. I'm a like Marvel geek. Just FYI, I love the Marvel universe. But anyway, but y'all not. You know, there are things that you are good at and sis, there are things that you are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, but you know, we can go around that forever and ever. Yeah. But knowing your why, knowing your strengths and your weaknesses, building your team to be mm-hmm. able to manage that in order to, for you to be successful. That's the main thing we're saying. Mm-hmm. It all helps. It works and it feeds into your success. Personally, business, however you want to look at it. Get you a team. Know your team. And then you all can swap and share within the team. Everybody has their mm-hmm. strength. You know, if you have a group of folks that you're talking your passion to and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to support you, utilize them. Utilize them to pass the word. Utilize them to check. Use their strengths. You know, if you're writing and you need somebody to proofread your stuff, use them. But you have to also, again, know your strengths and have discernment to outsource the rest. Because at the end of the day, it's not that it's a, oh, you know, I can't do it. So I got to have somebody else do it. We need to stop. We need to change that narrative just in the tone. You know, this is not something that is my strength and I'm not passionate about. And I'm going to give it to someone who is because I only want people who are passionate touching stuff. Okay. Right. So that, that passion is going to provide you with that success and that excellence. Period. Come on. <laughs> thank you all for coming to um sometimes we go to church on each other we don't even know that's why you be hearing noises in the background sorry i might be banging on the table <laughs> and i'm glad that y'all don't see these videos because if it ever got to a situation i got some patty labelle memes that i could input in these things right here because <laughs> my face because sometimes we be talking about stuff and i'd be like but sis that goes for a different area in your life and you're like shut up we're talking about the psychology of the hustle <laughs> that's what we talking about right here right now but no like that's all that's it I mean she said what she said she put the period on the end of it so um really don't know what else to tell y'all outside of this we keep telling y'all to get these rolls of toilet paper okay so for these next we're gonna try to just keep this next topic to like maybe two episodes tops because we just gonna narrow it down psychology of the hustle style but Nikki done put it on my heart about this imposter syndrome, y'all. And I'm so scared to go into it because you ever think you something and then you turn around and know you something. <laughs> so sometimes you don't want to know your why. <laughs> be like exposure. You feel so naked. Oh, shit, they talking about me. <laughs> you trying to hide from it. Yeah, you like, from it. That. And it's not one of them, everything the sun touches belongs to us. It's like everything the sun touches you is. Like, that's a different type of feeling, y'all. You don't want to be exposed in that way, okay? We getting ready to expose y'all, okay? It's going to happen. And we're doing it from a place of love, okay? Always. We hope that you will continue to listen in to the podcast after we open you up in this weird way. Because we're going to close you back up. You know, we're only going to crack you open 
to seal you up better than we, we found you. That was real graphic. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's how it's going to feel. It's going to feel graphic. Okay. Come out with a new body. What was it? A BBL? snatch you up okay because we're gonna talk about this imposter syndrome in relation to the hustle but in the little pre-note y'all that may be a whole different situation coming to us in the 2022 i don't know we may have to see we may bring on some other ladies may bring on a couple of gentlemen come on y'all this imposter syndrome but we're gonna talk so next week what do you need to bring <laughs> an open mind that's all that's it my friend said you come with an open mind i'm gonna challenge you to open your heart i'm gonna challenge you to be vulnerable we being vulnerable friend you think we being yeah, vulnerable? yeah take the makeup off take the weave out we're gonna get snatch everything out snatch some eyelashes off y'all don't have i don't have my eyelashes my, them waist trainers we will expose it we want you to take a deep look into yourself because it's an area that we really need to address. We kind of touched on it in other episodes. You may look back to the stinking thinking episode to kind of get your mind prepared because this is about to go deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk no more. So bring an open heart, bring mm-hmm. an open mind, bring a notebook, a pen or a pencil. You need a writing utensil. What else, friend? A roll of toilet paper? Hydrate. <laughs> Hydrate. <laughs> Bring some water because you know, when people get to massage and stuff up out you, you get some toxins. You're going to need to flush that out. Oh, yeah. So you bring some wine because some, uh, you know, a little adult beverage. Sometimes they need that to open yourself up. Yes. Yes. And whatever else you may choose to a smoothie, you know, whatever sea moss. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sea moss. That's what my friend has said. She has said sea moss. <laughs> Y'all be drinking that stuff. Go for it. We do. We want y'all to come back and listen into that because that's really going to be like, the beginning of the end it could start there it can finish there but ironically it does start there and finish there y'all gotta tune in because that was really it right there yep all right so we will holler at y'all in this next week any closeouts nikki no just know your why be able to identify the difference between passion and just making money you know we can all make money that's fine making money i'm not saying making money is bad you can still do that but if you want people to really buy into it buy into your passion know why you're doing it and outsource plan your work and plan Mm all right y'all this is the psychology of the hustle podcast and we are signing off deuces Get inspired Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show. And don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. Audio Hub Preview.
Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.